0: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. At the age of 80, President Biden is throwing his hat in the ring one more time. This morning, he released a campaign video announcing his 2024 re-election bid.
1: Personal freedom is fundamental
2: to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy.
0: In the video, he describes some Republicans as MAGA extremists and says there's still a battle for the soul of America. And with his official announcement, the Biden campaign has emailed its first fundraising appeal. Former President Trump, who could face Mr. Biden in a general election rematch, blames Joe Biden for high inflation, an unsecure southern border, and what he calls humiliation on the world stage. And again, in a statement, Trump claims that the 2020 election was rigged. Warring generals in Sudan have agreed to a three-day truce. But Britain's foreign secretary, James Cleverly cautions that the situation in Sudan, especially around the capital Khartoum, remains difficult.
3: It is important to remember that ceasefires have been announced and have fallen apart in the past. So the situation remains dangerous, volatile, and unpredictable
0: general motors is pulling the plug on its bolt electric vehicle that's what gm ceo mary Barra announced in an earnings call today it will stop production of the bolt at the end of the year the detroit automaker also reported strong sales boosted its first quarter net profit nineteen percent over a year ago two controversial tv hosts are no longer on the air fox news channel and tucker carlson have parted ways even though he hosted the networks most popular show And Don Lemon is no longer on CNN's morning program after being fired yesterday. More on these stories at townhall.com.
4: People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I should be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98, 98, 98 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 98, 98, 98 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady
0: times. The Supreme Court says it will hear arguments involving public officials who blocked users from their social media pages. The nearly identical cases
5: involve school board members in Southern California and a city manager in Michigan. In both, people complain they were blocked by public officials who didn't like their comments. They argue their exclusion is a violation of First Amendment free speech. However, the officials involved say they started their profiles themselves and not as part of their official duties. Arguments in the two cases are expected in the fall with a decision by June of 2024. but Agner reporting.
0: German authorities have detained a Syrian man on suspicion of planning to carry out an explosives attack motivated by Islamic extremism. The man is suspected of trying to obtain substances online that would have allowed him to manufacture an explosive belt that investigators say would be an attack against civilian targets. News and analysis at townhall.com. Proponents want to build a high-speed rail line between L.A. and Las Vegas. A
6: bipartisan congressional group from Nevada and California is asking the Biden administration to fast-track federal funds for a private company to build a high-speed rail line between Las Vegas and the Los Angeles area. All of Nevada's elected federal lawmakers and four House members from California signed Monday's letter to the Federal Transportation Department. They're on board with a Bright Line West proposal to spend more than $10 billion for a system to whisk passengers along the travel-clogged Interstate 15 corridor. The Florida-based company already operates a Miami-area
0: fast train.
6: Keith Peters reporting.
0: Residents of East Palestine, Ohio, say they're still living in limbo almost three months after a fiery Norfolk Southern train derailment. They're unsure how or whether to move on from that accident. More on these stories at townhall.com.
4: It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island, the Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer.
7: Hey, welcome to the program, WICH. Another spring day today that looks pretty good. And uh, before we do anything else, how about a check at the weather forecast?
8: Hi, everybody. Good morning. A nice start. Uh, we've got sunny skies out there, but we are expecting partly to mostly cloudy skies this afternoon. There's even a chance for some isolated afternoon showers. Temperatures today in the upper 50s, cooler than average. Tonight, partly cloudy, patchy frost possible once again, especially inland, overnight low 36. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, isolated showers late. Temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s inland. Thursday morning, clouds give way to a mostly sunny sky. Temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s. Friday, a mixture of sun and clouds, highs in the low to mid 60s. Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy, highs in the upper 50s, low 60s. Sunday, mostly cloudy, windy, rain chances increase later in the day, highs in the upper 50s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday.
7: Thank you, Scott. It's uh, 54 degrees at WYCH, at 1 o'clock today, right after the news. I have one of the most interesting gentlemen who has the most lengthy resume I have ever seen. His name is Wilfred. From this area, and uh, we'll talk to him. Should be a very interesting conversation after one o'clock. In the meantime, our number here is eight six zero eight eight nine five two five two. I had this bizarre dream. I woke up this morning. That was one of them, and uh, and I had this dream that Joe Biden and Donald Trump would be running against each other in twenty twenty four.
9: And in my opinion, I hope it was just a dream. When you do business at Gear, Sand & Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand & Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone gravel, crushed and round natural stone. You name it, Gear's has got it. And can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best, local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138, Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up for your next job at Gears.
7: I have my pink sweater on. I just realized I look like the pink panther today. Hmm. Pink is such a nice color. You're on the air. Welcome.
10: Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. A beautiful spring day, huh?
7: It's a good day for the porch.
10: Yes, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stu, that dream just might come true.
7: No, do dreams really come true? <laughs> it's a terrible nightmare.
10: It uh, just might come true. But and I hate to I hate to phrase it this way, but I don't know how the how 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 these people would have to be stupid to put that guy back into office again, meaning Biden.
7: Hey, I don't understand any of these polls or anything because uh, most people don't want uh, Trump or Biden running again, and then you hear the that they're leading in the polls. So I don't know what to believe anymore.
10: I don't know looks like it's kind of leaning that way but who, who knows you know we won't know until another another year year and a half
7: yeah they're going to start debating in all, late august which is, seems a little early to me but yeah
10: hey uh, still i was i was seeing on the news the other day uh these car man, manufacturers are thinking about uh, putting bulletproof windows and doors on the uh, automobiles
7: yeah that's what it's come to
10: isn't that a shame
7: I forget which state it is, but there's a string a, a of uh, young punks throwing big rocks at cars now.
10: Yeah, well, uh, well, well, the other day, what was it? The woman pulled into somebody's driveway, and he, he ended up shooting her. Yeah, and but uh, yeah, I guess these some some of the car manufacturers are thinking about uh, uh, bulletproof windows and, and doors, and uh, and I guess the cost is going to be about eighty-five thousand dollars. Right, for the automobile.
7: And will include bulletproof glass. Wow.
10: And one other thing Mm -hmm. before I let you go. uh, It it was a tragedy what happened on the Gold Star Bridge the other day. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, And those are pretty old bridges there. But don't you think that uh, when they designed that area that they, they would have done something to uh in case we had an accident like that we could have let the traffic flow in one direction on one of the bridges
7: well uh, yeah it's certainly would be advantageous to do that i don't think it's going to happen but
10: uh oh, but because uh, uh i mean there was nothing but gridlock and everything around around hmm. this area that day and uh they're just lucky that they were able to open that bridge back up after uh, several eight or several eight hours.
7: It's true. I mean, it could have been longer than it was. A lot of people were stuck for at least four hours in there. I know
10: my daughter. My daughter lives, uh, works in Groton, and it normally takes her a half an hour to get home. It took her. It took her about four hours.
7: That's right. I have a friend that took her about four hours to get back home, and. Uh...
10: But they should have designed that so, like I said, one bridge shut down, you, you could have gone to a, to a, a, a different uh, system. But, uh, all right, well, let's uh, just hope for the best in 2024.
7: Yeah, and have a nice day on the porch.
10: I will, sir. You too. Thank Take you. Take care.
7: So many conflicting stories about that horrible accident that the uh, tire blew off the car. Um, the latest is that we hear it was just a flat tire. Tire went flat. Whatever it was, it was a terrible tragedy. Welcome to the program. You're on the air.
11: Yes. Could you tell me about that uh, senior, senior citizen or or a, a Medicare? I keep getting this stupid phone call about Medicare that is not is not right, and apparently on the telephone, on the radio, you had a number that you could call Medicare, so maybe they'll stop calling me. Oh,
7: yes, yes, yes.
11: Um, do you have the number?
7: I don't have it with me, but maybe I can get it upstairs later and uh, put it on the okay. air.
11: Okay, so could you do me a favor and put it on the air?
7: Absolutely. Okay,
11: Absolutely. thank you very much, because you know what, I still get the these darn phone calls, and they and and they every five minutes they seem to keep calling me, and then they tell me they're Medicare, but they're not. It's just a cranky call like you told you you had put on the air before.
7: Yeah, it's true. And, uh...
11: and i get in so tired because I can't walk that well, and I have a I have a walker, and I have spinal stenosis, and I have a little I had a mini stroke on one of my legs, and sometimes I can't walk that good and I have to pick up the darn phone and answer it and it's it's them they keep calling me and I get so sick of listening to
7: that do you have an answering machine
11: yeah they must say that they're Medicare, and they mm-hmm. trying you know and they yeah. calling you and telling you that they they're Medicare and you could get this for nothing and this for nothing yeah you know
7: well, uh the only thing I can tell you is uh, I'll get you that number and then if you do get a bunch of calls, you don't have to rush to the phone if it's something important uh, you'll see it on your answer you'll hear it on your answering machine you know what I mean.
11: Are you there, dear? Yes, I'm here. I'm listening.
7: Okay, but mm, a little reminder. I'm listening to
11: the radio. You were saying stuff on the radio. I mean,
7: a, a little reminder. Never run to the I've
11: been phone. listening to you for years and years oh. and you're, you're so great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. But, okay, so uh, you could give it to me later yes, on. Yes, I will. Like I'll, Put it on the air, and I'll and I'll try and listen. I'll get it I'll, as soon as, as I'll get it as, as soon as it down. I can.
7: All right, I'll get it as soon as I can. Thank you. All right. Thank you Bye.
11: very much. Mm-hmm. Bye now.
7: Stu Breyer with the WICH. Just getting warmed up here. It's 54 degrees. We may hit 60 degrees.
2: Fox News commentary.
12: Twitter quietly changed its policy on misgendering, and the liberals are going bananas. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next.
2: Inflation
13: is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word SHELTER to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text SHELTER to 9898 to request your free info kit right now.
12: 2018, Twitter has considered misgendering trans people a violation of their hateful content guidelines, but not anymore. The line in the policy that once outlined the violation of misgendering or deadnaming of transgender individuals has been removed. Now, the change quietly occurred this month without much fanfare, but was pointed out by the LGBTQ activist group GLAAD, and now the left is all up in arms. This doesn't mean that hate speech against the trans community is now allowed. Don't let the left fool you. It simply means that calling someone by the wrong pronoun or their given name is not automatically considered a Violation. At the end of the day, I don't think most users go out of their way to misgender or misprone on others. It's quite frankly just hard to keep up with all these new woke sensitivities, definitions, and practices. Be trans, whatever, but don't expect the world to immediately bow to your feet and walk on eggshells for fear of offending you. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show Tommy Laren is fearless at outkick.com.
7: My sister works for a travel agency, and uh, a couple of days ago they were upset with her because... She was assisting some people, and she said something like, "The uh, well, I'll check with him." And they got mad at her because she said "him," because it turned out to be a "her." I mean, that's just an easy mistake to make, but it was a big deal. That's where it's come to. That's where it's come to. Hi, welcome to the program.
14: Hi, Stu. Hi there. You know the lady you had on your program uh, about uh, these calls that we get. Mm-hmm. Um, she's right. You don't answer the phone if you have a, a um, uh, which I call it
7: Answering machine or y- yeah, caller ID. Yeah,
14: yeah. They can leave a message or their name or whatever. You don't have to run to the phone. And you know what? I don't do it now, and it's much better. They're stopping.
7: I learned a lesson many years ago when my mom broke her arm because the phone was ringing, and she ran to it and fell, yeah and I'm thinking, why well, you know if it's that important, believe me they'll call back
14: right they'll leave
7: a message and you'll right. know who it is
14: that's right that's right, mm-hmm. so i i'm I don't answer the phone unless they leave a message now, sure, yeah, and anybody and that it, wants that to works. get to you
7: anybody that wants to get to you will leave you a message
14: right, right, and it works. You can call them back.
7: And, of course, a lot of bogus people do leave messages as well. So, But you know. You'll know.
14: You you know. I mean, there's not that many bogus messages. Mm-hmm. I don't think there are. But anyway, so that's it. I just thought I'd tell that woman. Don't okay. answer your phone if you have an answer machine. It'll take a message for you. Yeah,
7: pretty soon they will give up, but then another one will try, but they'll give up, the ones that keep calling.
14: Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Okay, Stu. Thank you. Thank you.
7: Hello, you're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan.
14: Hey, you know,
15: for all the seniors out there, you can get yourself a wall phone. I mean, a plug-in phone, okay, if you have the wall service, right, you know, regular telephone service, right? We've got that, and we have cell. But you can get a phone that will show caller ID, and it's so cool because our phone even has a little extension phone that I plug in in whatever room I want, keeps it, you know, the battery in it, whatever, and I can walk around, well, I still it's still part of my landline in other words. And you can get them at Walmart and places. It's so easy, but a lot of times mine comes up spam. It'll actually warn you. Um and I believe it or not, I am not a talker on the phone. Um and so I kind of know who's calling. It's I make the phone call. I don't normally take phone calls. So I run my own phone. But anyway, so Harry Belafonte passed at night. Oh, my 96. goodness. Really? Yeah. That was on the news this morning. Oh, um, good God. And I have a Smothers Brothers DVD where he's on there. And it's funny because they were playing a big video of the big convention in Chicago, which I don't know why they picked the Democrats, picked it this time. And they're all fighting in the streets and getting dragged off. And and Harry Belafonte is singing, Don't Stop the Carnival. Maybe you can look that one up. But that's the one he was singing on there. And it was really a, a cool song. I like and, Harry. Um,
7: I'll play something by him today. I, I liked him a lot.
15: Yeah, well, that one was the one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that tonight. And did Joe Biden? Not that I pay attention, but I, I heard the warning. He was gonna release a video saying he's running again.
7: I don't know. I don't know. I, he, this morning, he just uh, made it official that he is running again.
15: Yeah, because I heard he was going to do it by video, and I was thinking to, to myself, oh, what's the matter? People don't want to see the real Joe Biden, I mean, the Democrat Party. If he was so great. Let him get out there and state that he is going to run again. I'm telling you.
7: Well, he'll be, uh, he'll be on a lot of interviews, and uh, so that's no big deal.
15: Well... Under under him, I agree with all the, all the things that I have heard. You know, well, now we're in a war with Russia. Uh, everything is upside down under him. How anyone could want that broke in there again, I don't know. And on Tucker Carlson, you know that attorney, um, Barnes, that we listen to on the Internet, he's in the know, Robert Barnes. Mm-hmm. He, um, he's got friends, and he says, Paul Ryan... Um, was kind of that was what he said. Was kind of behind the scenes, get rid of Tucker Carlson.
7: Paul Ryan, I don't think he has too much clout these days.
15: Paul Ryan is on the board of Fox News. Oh, oh yeah, because it was Paul Ryan that called Arizona oh, early.
7: Listen, and ordered uh, it. I think the biggest key was that lawsuit. I really think it was connected to uh, Tucker Carlson.
15: Well, he he is kinda oh I, I also heard that um behind the scenes they were trying to tell him they were gonna tell him what to say or what he couldn't say and he wasn't gonna be silenced.
7: Oh you're gonna sleeve. hear a lot of you're gonna hear a lot of uh, this and a lot of that and we probably will never get to the whole truth. Well,
15: you know what? Everybody starts out small but now that he was supposed to be the highest rated on cable news or something, That's he brought to most people. That's correct. Him going solo, he is he he can do anything now. The world is his advertisement. I don't
7: campaign. know. He's uh, he's very expensive if somebody wants to hire him.
15: Well, he maybe he can run his own thing. He ought to start his own magazine, just like um, JFK Jr. did. Remember, he had George. I mean, he could put, make his own Newsweek type magazine. Well, he'll
7: have a he'll have a podcast just like Bill O'Reilly does. Well,
15: I I I really really hope he does. But yeah, I just thought I'd tell you what I heard about Harry. Oh, do you know New York State wants to ban all tobacco products? How can you do that?
7: It's not going to happen
15: because. Yeah, oh, I have been hearing the nastiness of pot smoking in Manhattan, right in the center on the streets, Times Square. But they're going to ban tobacco, really? Oh man, you talk about a communist-type system. All right,
7: you. talk to you. That talk to you later, Sue. Thank country. you. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi.
15: Hi, Stu. Hi. God bless you three times. I heard you on when I was on home Oh
7: man, I took a little sneezing fit there.
15: <laughs> um, a few things. Well, actually, just two more. Um, you were saying that you had that dream. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there is a song. Remember, just a dream, just a dream.
7: I sure do.
15: Ah, oh, why don't you play that at some point?
7: Sure, I can play that one.
15: Oh, in. I do have the Medicare phone number.
7: Oh, the one from the uh, that we were talking about. Yes, okay, good. I was going to just play it in a minute or two, but you can give it ahead of time if you like. <clears throat>
15: no, the uh, uh the Medicare health insurance card that I have on the back of it Oh okay. it has the phone number. <clears throat> well, this, and it says one mm-hmm. eight hundred Medicare, which means in digits one dash. 800-633-4227.
7: Okay, I'll keep that one as well.
15: Yeah, that's on the back of my uh, car. It's right there, so... hmm Okay?
7: Sure, thanks.
15: All right, bye-bye.
7: All right, uh, let's go over here. Welcome, you're on the air. Oops, nobody home. Okay, let's take a little break, and here's uh, something to look out for and the number that our previous caller was looking for as well. If you're on Medicare and have been contacted by phone, text, or mail by someone claiming to represent Medicare or some other government agency, be suspicious. They are probably scammers. Scammers work to steal your Medicare number and other personal information so they can bill Medicare. Learn how to protect yourself from these scams. Contact Senior Medicare Patrol, your local area agency on aging. In Connecticut, call 1-800-994-9422. That's 1-800-994-9422. Learn about Senior Medicare Patrol, a federally funded program helping older adults, their family members, and caregivers protect personal identification information from these scammers. Call 1-800-994-9422. 1-800-994-9422. Support for Senior Medicare Patrol comes from the U.S. Administration for Community Living, Department of Health and Human Services. Senior Medicare Patrol opinions do not necessarily represent the views of ACL. Okay, it's a big scam going around. The number is 1-800-994-9422. And uh, hopefully you'll call that number. You're on the air. Welcome.
15: Yes, I'd like to talk about some local news about Derby Gate. Sure. Mm -hmm. had in the New London Day the other day an article about uh, the two uh, officials there that were uh, involved, and they're trying to lessen their sentence. I mean, this has been going on so long like three or four years now what's taking so long these people did a crime they should pay time i just don't understand now they're trying to go lenient on them they've had all this time and i just don't understand why it's
16: not moving forward we did bring I it like up to know, we, you know, I like we, to know what other people think about we it.
7: brought it up yesterday in fact i was asking the listeners what kind of sentence do you think they should get um, one of the reasons was covid why it was delayed and it was supposed to be this month but now the the judge is ill and uh but it's going to be in May now.
15: Okay. Well, if that was you or I would be in jail, already. Okay. So I just think they should <clears throat> need to move it along and if they did the crime they need to pay the time.
7: Thank you. Well, that seemed to be the opinion of the other uh, many of the audience yesterday, but thank you for bringing it up.
17: Okay. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Hello, welcome up?
7: to the program.
17: It can well,
7: okay when I am uh, on the phone and the other line is ringing don't think I've lost you I just put you on hold so you'll hear nothing and then I'll pick you up afterwards because we don't want to miss your call. Welcome to the program
17: Hey Stu, how you doing? Pretty good sir You know I I had the phone out the uh, the radio out in the yard yesterday Mm -hmm. and I I got such a kick out of the show uh, I was taking my five minute work break and uh this woman called up, kind of disgruntled, and uh, she says, oh,
13: "No, all you got out of there is crazy women and drunks.
17: Oh, Jesus, that made my day. I I sat in the chair. I ain't going to work no more. I'm just going to listen to the rest of this show.
7: Oh, I'm but glad this, you had a little chuckle.
17: That, that's hmm? a person's opinion. Yes, sir. She was able to uh, put it on the air, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. But uh, that's what makes this show.
7: Yeah. You? It's,
17: it's just nonstop entertainment for me. I get such a kick out of it. The, the different views. One guy called up and says, I'm sick of that guy with that negative attitude. Well, I'm the guy. Uh, it's uh, the Yukon's a money pit. Uh, and now this year, I, they're going to have to live within a budget, apparently. That'll be something new for them.
7: You're referring to?
17: Oh, the Yukon. Uh, money. Oh, UConn. up there. Okay. It's a, it's a party college. If they need an extra mill here and there, mm-hmm. somehow it comes up with it. Without the governor saying this year that, that uh, UConn is going to get what they got coming to them and no more, no less.
7: Well, that's good. I, I approve that.
17: Yeah, I'm, I'm not always in favor of the governor, but uh, mm-hmm. he's trying to hold the line on things, and uh, you can't blame the man for that.
7: Sure, that can really get out of hand, and I guess it has.
17: Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, anyways. Great show, and I love the different opinions Me too The woman, she just blasted She says, ah, crazy women and drunks Oh, Jesus, she made my day I was laughing to myself I'm entertaining myself sitting there alone
7: (laughs) Well, that's good, you know I try to do that with myself when I'm walking down the street
17: Yeah (laughs) Okay, have a good day Thank you Goodbye
7: It's funny, the thoughts that go into your head all the time, right? amazing isn't it great that people can't really read your mind I know some people say they do and they'll charge you for it it is uh, 1030 Stu Breyer with you WYCH and 54 degrees all opinions are welcome on this program you don't have to agree with me it's okay welcome you're on the air hi
15: Hi, Stu. Um, I'm hoping the man that asked for the crock pot meatball recipe um, <laughs> calls back uh, and lets me know or lets you guys know um, how we made out. <laughs> I was trying to think, oh boy, hope I gave him the right recipe. Um, yeah, that's it. I just want to know well, how we I'm made sure out. You,
7: I'm sure you wouldn't <laughs> give him a bad recipe.
15: Well, I mean, I, I don't have a recipe. I just kind of cook by feel, and a lot of Italians do that, so I just over the years but I did like I said yesterday measured out the two cups of breadcrumbs, two cups of cheese to my liking and then, you know, palm full of this, palm full of that. So hopefully he um he made out all right and he, he had a had a good meal.
7: So when you get a feeling you just say, I'm gonna pour this in there. I'm gonna do that.
15: kind of like I just made um escarole soup over the weekend I mean and it's just I my grandmother made it and there's not a lot of ingredients because most Greek uh, Greek and Italian dishes are super simple I mean and it's just literally chicken stock garlic escarole and cannellini beans that's it
7: is there any truth to when, when you're making spaghetti to see if it's ready you throw it against the wall
15: well, yeah, there's a couple of Italian sites that I watch, and they do it for a joke. Oh, it's but a joke, no, huh? we never did that. If my mother would have killed us. We just, um, you, know, you know, now they, it's all about al dente. You know, you don't want mushy pasta. You want enough water in the pot to to mm-hmm. make it not stick. And some of the people on TV are like, don't ever break the pasta. I don't know if you've ever seen Lydia Bastianich. Do you ever watch PBS?
7: No, I don't watch that show. No.
15: Well, she's an Italian cook and she's always like never ever break your pasta. That's like a forget it. And don't put oil in it. But then you look at somebody else like uh Stanley Tucci, you know who he is, right?
7: No, I don't know Stanley Tucci either.
15: Oh my goodness. Well, he's a cook, but he's an actor. He's um he was in The Devil Wears Prada. He was in the Julian Julia movie about mm. Julia Child. Well, I've seen
7: both of those, yes.
15: Okay, that's <clears> the guy. He played Julia um, child's husband in the movie. He's the ball guy. Okay. <laughs> so he puts oil in his water when he makes pasta, and so do I. So don't have It makes it not stick. Who knows?
7: But you don't have to throw a whole bunch of pasta on the wall, maybe a couple of them.
15: We, you, you know, when we were kids, my mother, I think, let us do it once, but... Uh, no, he's supposed to be, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd get in trouble if we had done that. But I hope he's listening and, and he calls in sometime today.
7: Well, thanks for caring about his meatballs.
15: <laughs> yeah, I cared greatly about meatballs.
7: <laughs> okay, thank you.
15: Okay, Stu, bye.
7: I love Italian food. I tell you, i got to have Italian food at least once a week because I miss it. We had it at least once a week when I was growing up. It was Wednesday, Prince Spaghetti Day. We never broke up the spaghetti, though, I don't think.
18: But when we got it on our dish, we did. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org.
2: 50-plus Lifestyle Wellness and Retirement Expo presented by the day is taking place Friday, May 12th from 10 until 2 p.m. at the Hilton Mystic. The free event is open to the public and will feature free coffee for all attendees, raffles, live demonstrations, a book swap, and exhibitor booths. This will be Southeastern Connecticut's one-stop shop event featuring local health care providers, financial professionals, fitness and lifestyle professionals, and more. Visit theday.com slash
6: wellness expo for more information and a a list of exhibitors. We'll see you on May 12th. 12. It's time for the annual New London County 4-H Camp Auction. The auction will be held this Friday, April 28th, and Saturday, April 29th at the New London County 4-H Camp in Franklin. The auction will begin at 5.30 both nights. Be sure to come early and enjoy some delicious food. Auctioneer Ernie Eldridge will be featuring new and gently used merchandise, collectibles, gift certificates, theme baskets, trips, and much more. All proceeds from this auction will go to support the New London County 4-H Camp. Show your support this Friday and Saturday at the New London County 4H Camp auction. The auction will begin promptly at 5:30. Donations are still being accepted. Call 889-5266. That's 889-5266 for more information or to make a donation. The New London County 4H Camp is located on Can Road in Franklin. For directions, log on to my4hcamponline.com. That's my the number 4 H camp online. Dot com. The phone number again, 889-5266.
7: Steve Brown with your WICH. I have itchy eyes. I'm going to the eye doctor tomorrow. Allergies, I never had them, and all of a sudden, they're making up for it, the allergies. Itchy eyes. No, I'm not going to scratch them. It is uh, an open forum to start our program off today. And the number is 889-5252. If you'd like to check in with us, just go to the desk and check in. Absolutely free. All opinions are welcome on this program. And uh, we don't screen calls. So if you want to call and scream at me, whatever you want to do, it's okay. You know, just keep it in fairly good taste. You understand that, of course. We have some of the unusual news stories of the day. Shoplifter runs over a police officer's foot. The Times says Winfield, Illinois woman was recently arrested for running over a policeman's foot. Cops were called to CVS because the woman was caught stealing. She dumped in her car, ran over the police officer's foot, and took off. The woman hit two other cars before hers came to a stop. She was charged with battery, resisting by vehicle, and leaving the scene of a crash among other things. By the way, the officer's okay. Wouldn't it be nice if she got at least three years in prison? Not going to happen. I know. Not going to happen. How about a glue truck crashed causing sticky situation? WDIV says a glue truck crashed yesterday in Lyon Township, Michigan. The driver got out before veering into a metal barrier. The glue oozed onto the westbound lanes on I 96. All lanes were blocked. State troopers refused to open the highway until all the glue was cleaned up. Imagine it's somebody that uh, did know that happened and they're driving and they say, gee, my car won't move. Probably was gorilla glue. Hmm? Pretty amazing. Here are some icky things that are destroying office friendships. See if you can relate to any of these. Stealing milk food from the fridge. Has ever happened to you? That once happened to him. some meatballs that I brought in. Hey. Someone starting a conversation in the toilets. Very bad for office friendships. Loud personal phone calls cooking smelly food in a microwave. We were at a restaurant last weekend, and a couple of tables over was a group of women who had had a few drinks, and they were the loudest people I had ever heard. I don't know if they were even knew that they were disturbing people. One of them was having a birthday, and it was like somebody threw a bomb in the cake... It was the loudest version of "Happy Birthday" I ever heard. It vibrated the room, and then they sang it again later on. But it was uh, it was annoying. You now nobody said anything; they wouldn't have heard us anyway. Some of the things that destroy office friendships: cooking smelly food in the microwave, loud personal phone calls, eating loudly. Loud eaters leaving message notifications on hold, outsharing about their children, oversharing about their children. Too much of that, right? My kid did this, my kid did that, my kid did that. Cringy email phrases, typing loudly. What does that mean? Can you type softly? I guess I don't know. Oversharing about their love life. Holding the door when they are too far away. People who brag about their fitness. Unnecessary business jargon. Awkward goodbyes at the end of a video call. Monday morning small talk and not sharing snacks. Hmm. It's an interesting one. People don't like it when other people in the office don't share their snacks. Never bothered me. I mean I'll trade sometimes but hmm. so stealing milk and food out of the fridge is probably number one has ever happened to you you bring in something and it's gone and you look all over under the fridge over the fridge you look at people's desks to see if there's any uh, bit of evidence on there and people will start conversations in the toilets you just wait a little bit huh talking from one stall to another. I mean, that should be real personal time, don't you think? All right, our number is uh, 889-5252. I have a little bit of everything
8: today, so if you're up for it, let us know. Hi, everybody. Good morning. A nice start. Uh, we've got sunny skies out there, but we are expecting partly to mostly cloudy skies this afternoon. There's even a chance for some isolated afternoon showers. Temperatures today in the upper 50s, cooler than average. Tonight, partly cloudy, patchy frost possible once again, especially inland, overnight low 36. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, isolated showers late. Temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s inland. Thursday morning, clouds give way to a mostly sunny sky. Temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s. Friday, a mixture of sunny clouds, highs in the low to mid 60s. Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy, highs in the upper 50s, low 60s. Sunday, mostly cloudy, windy, rain chances increase later in the day, highs in the upper 50s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday.
7: And right now it's 57
19: degrees on the move up. It's voting time in the 2023 Best of the Best Reader's Choice Awards contest. Brought to you by The Day. The nominations have been tallied and the top five nomination getters in each category have advanced to the voting round. Cast your votes daily in each category now through April 30th. The more you vote, the greater the chance your favorites have to win. View full contest details and vote now at theday.com slash best of. Remember, voting closes April 30th. Thank you for nominating me. I
7: do appreciate it. I was very touched by that. What else is going on? Uh, Some of the towns are sharing of casino revenue may double. They may do that. It's an interesting local story. You may have caught today in the day paper. Legislature weighs bill that would increase grants to municipalities from Mashantucket-Mohegan fund. Municipalities share the uh, gaming revenues mashantucket Pequot, and Mohegan tribes pay. The state would more than double under a bill advanced last week by a legislature's appropriation committee. Caught my attention today. Welcome to the program.
16: Good morning, Stu. How are you?
7: I'm doing pretty good. I'm sneezing a lot, but I'm doing okay.
16: (laughs) Now, when you have the problem with your eyes, maybe you could find a cold compress or a face cloth or something, ice cold from cold water, or put an ice cube on your eyes and stop the itch.
7: Yeah, Willie, that works, huh? Stopping the itch?
16: Yeah, it stops it. I mean, you don't want to scratch your eyes. so just oh, no, I wouldn't do that. super cold on them.
7: How about anything super hot not so good?
16: No, I think cold would be better. That would stop the itch uh, quicker.
7: Okay, that'll be good. I, it, very itchy eyes.
16: <laughs> you got some ice in that in that, in that building?
7: I can get it on the break. Mm-hmm.
16: <laughs> just put a piece of ice inside of like a, a, a face cloth or something to so rest mm-hmm. it on your eyes. Okay. Yeah.
7: So if you hear me shivering, you'll know I did it.
16: <laughs> it helps.
7: Mhm.
16: And um what was I going to say to you about something else? Oh, I don't even remember. Oh, later, um I heard some, you know, since L- Loretta Lynn passed away recently, there was a, um, a show on rec- um, last week that they played tribute to her, and they played a lot of songs um in regards to her. her. Uh, and one of them was called Hey Loretta. I'd never heard it before. It was such a cutest song i don't know if you've heard it, um but it's such a cute thing if you could ever find it no, did, hey, L- hey Loretta
7: somebody saying it about her. or Did she sing it? She did it oh wow, mhm. I'd love to hear that one
16: yeah, it's kind of cute so um uh, that was the first time i ever had heard i 've heard a lot of her songs, but never that one until that night. so mm-hmm. I thought, well, and it's an old you know they're all old songs from because that she that was made they were made long ago. Um, that must so have that been on. That would be fun to, if you could ever find it. I would think you'd like it.
7: <clears throat> I would. I'm sure. I I like Loretta. Uh, that, that must have been on PBS. You saw that?
16: No, no. It was on a radio station.
7: <clears throat> oh, radio station. Okay.
16: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they had a tribute to some of her songs that night.
7: Well, I'm going to find um, that one. Try to find that one.
16: That's an easy title. Hey, Loretta.
7: I know you said that you mailed something. I have not received it yet.
16: You kidding? Oh no. no. I did mail it Thursday.
7: Thursday? When what's today? Tuesday. Yeah,
16: so it should be. Oh, should, it should be here today. By now.
7: Okay, I just wanted you to know, just because I okay. know you said you mailed something.
16: Okay. Yeah, it's not that big. It's a little tiny. It's you know, it's like a little um uh, yeah. mail, envelope. So um, gee, I hope it doesn't get lost.
7: Well, most of the mail has been very accurate, so I'm sure it'll get here.
16: Okay. Well, anyways, take care. I'll talk to you again another time. Thank you.
7: Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, we lost somebody else on the line. Please, if you uh, are calling and I have another caller, just hold and we'll get to you. I'll just put it, you know, on hold. And and that makes everything easier. So if you'd like to call back, the number is uh, 889-5252. Anybody ever hear of that song, Hey Loretta? Loretta Lynn. I'm sorry to hear that this morning the news came out that Harry Belafonte had passed away. I remember when that album came out, Belafonte at Carnegie Hall. It was not one of the biggest selling albums of the year. You're on the air. Welcome.
20: Hi. Hi. Um, So Biden is announcing his run again. He's going to finish the job. Um, Which terrifies me because the U.S. has gone down so much in the two years that he's been president, I can't imagine another six well, years. Well, there'll
7: be some people that may uh, think he's done a great job, especially young people in college.
20: I know, and that scares me. <laughs> really terrifies me. Um, yeah, yesterday I was going to talk about this, but I'll, I'll mention it today. Going back almost two years to Afghanistan, and they you know, got some people out, and then the, the administration kept saying, "Yeah, there's just a, a hundred or so left that they didn't manage to get out." But it was thousands in Sudan. They got out the people from the State Department, and that's fine. There was a hundred people, and I've heard every I've heard the numbers between fourteen thousand and twenty thousand um, Americans are still in Sudan.
7: That is um, a crime. That is a crime. These people who have helped us out we've had uh, disregarded them.
20: Right. You know, I mean, people in Afghanistan are being killed um, because they helped the Americans. Um, And luckily, you know, some of our former former military have gone in and gotten them out. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, and maybe they'll do the same in Sudan. I guess they're able to get some out right now because there's a um, you know, right now they they have um, a a piece, you know, for a few days, and they're going to be able to get some out, but not the fourteen to twenty thousand. And know. It's those that may have needed the State Department's help to get out now there's no State Department.
7: You so, know what? You know uh, what is? Uh, you know what is ironic? Uh, just seeing we're kind of on that topic is that we are depending the Taliban to give us information about ISIS. That is infiltration, infiltrating Afghanistan. So our uh-huh. enemy, we figure, is less of an enemy than ISIS, and they're hopefully they're going to help us. Bizarre, isn't it?
20: It is. It is bizarre. I mean, the whole, the world because America was like, you know, the top. Um, you you've got fighting and unrest in so many places. I mean. You know, Taiwan is being threatened. Now Sudan's in the war. Ukraine's in the war. There's, there's so much. And of course we have our wonderful border that's open and just let them all in. Oh, that, that's the other thing. They want a law. They proposed a law that if you are, you know, if, if your language is not American, you know, if you speak another, another language, if you're LGBT, BQ whatever that whatever all the letters are, um, you can come in automatically, and we're not going to send you back. If you're a parent, you know, with your children, you can come in. Um, it's just like, well, everybody's going to come in, you know, because um, if I were a guy who knew that LGBTQ whatever were allowed to come in, and be like, I I identify as a girl. My name is Anna not John, You know, I just, it's just unbelievable. So the world's gone crazy and Joe Biden wants to continue it. And, you know, we don't have, nobody respects us anymore. They respected America or in Trump's case, they, they were terrified of what he would do. So, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't do a lot of this stuff. They are not afraid of Joe Biden. And um, it's the world is going to you know what in a handbasket. All
7: right, now okay. you can tell us the bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
20: Oh, I know. Okay. I, know. I, mean, and, uh... like I, said, I mean, I knew he was going to run, but just like you're not know, going to finish the job. This is like you're already destroying America. What do you want to do for four more years for? Anyway. Well,
7: some Besides, people don't he's believe too
20: that. Old and comes too old. Mm-hmm. We need the we need the younger group in there. All right. Bye. Thank you. We need
7: younger people to run. People who are in their upper 70s. Younger people. I used to think, boy, Ronald Reagan is really old. When he ran, was he 70 years old? My goodness, he was just a kid. I didn't realize it then. It is uh, 9 before 11. 11. 889-5252. Eight eight nine five two five two. 5252 Remember, if you disagree with a caller, don't hesitate to call. I'm not going to cut you off. That's what this show is about. Pass the word. My email address is stu at wych.com. stew at wych.com. That is my email address. If you're on Medicare and have been contacted by phone, text, or mail by someone claiming to represent Medicare or some other government agency, be suspicious. They are probably scammers. Scammers work to steal your Medicare number and other personal information so they can bill Medicare. Learn how to protect yourself from these scams. Contact Senior Medicare Patrol, your local area agency on aging. In Connecticut, call 1-800-994-9422. That's 1-800-994-9422. Learn about Senior Medicare Patrol, a federally funded program helping older adults, their family members, and caregivers protect personal identification information from these scammers. Call 1-800-994-9422. 1-800-994-9422. Support for Senior Medicare Patrol comes from the U.S. Administration for Community Living, Department of Health and Human Services. Senior Medicare Patrol opinions do not necessarily represent the views of ACL. If you have Alexa, which is the answering girl, and you you want to uh, hear a show that you may have missed, just uh, say, Alexa, play the Stu Breyer show, and she'll play it. After every show, every day, it goes on Alexa. That's all. Alexa, play the Stu Breyer show. And if she doesn't do it, you tell me. She'll get a demerit. Eighty-nine five two five two. nine five two five two. If you'd like to check in on anything, let's see the uh, announcement that uh, he's running today. Joe Biden. I'm not surprised. And of course, uh, a couple of big, uh, big names in cable. Have left the building. Left the building. Don Lemon and Tucker Carlson. Hello, welcome to the program.
21: Hi, Stu. Hi there. So he's got um, the most important position in this country, and he announces it by a video, because he's too dumb to talk to get uh, complete sentences out of his mouth. In fact, his uh, team said yesterday that he's not doing any primary interviews at all. In other words, he's staying in the basement again until him and Trump meet... uh, for there may be one, one um, thing he's not doing any debates, primary or otherwise, after he uh, gets the Democrat uh, nomination. So even though there's three or four Democrats that are going to run against him, there'll be absolutely no primaries against them.
7: Well, listen, it worked last time for him, so of course
21: it's going to work. It's going to work this time also. I don't know about that. I really don't. Uh... You think Donald Trump is going to beat him again in th- in this coming election? <clears throat> With the corruption that's going on in this country, I don't know how it's done or well, how they get I'm away hoping, with it. I'm hoping that what, both what of is, them has uh, Jim Jordan and the rest of the Republicans done in the last four months but waste my time. What have they done in this all this uh, what I don't see any results against uh um uh, uh, Biden or his son? Have you?
7: Well it's not their fault, it's the court system.
21: Well, I told you this is when they started this that this was a waste of time to to do any of this the fbi has had that uh uh and the department of justice has has had him under investigation since 2016 right donald trump is under investigation for 6 months and they got an indictment on him this is the way our system works
7: well there's no doubt about that
21: but uh, anyways he does a video he's not going to do any uh, uh any interviews uh, whatsoever
17: uh, and he's gonna
21: he's gonna do just like last time Just stay in the basement and he's uh we'll, we'll see if he went it's going to be him and donald trump again there's no no doubt about it. i hope not i
7: hope that uh, everybody wakes up and oh, says
21: DeSantis is nowhere even close to trump well
7: it's he that could change but i don't understand why that is
21: well i listen i don't understand either i, I really don't um uh, maybe, maybe if they do have a primary, maybe something would change with that. But um, uh, well, that's what that I'm Also, about uh, 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 John Builder. Uh, 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 I mean she doesn't understand the justice system. Uh, that, that this is this is how it goes. It's not good, but this is how it goes. This is what goes on, uh, whether it's a state level, or federal level, or even local level. To put put it at that. Um, There's going to be delays and delays and more delays, and the lawyers do this, and they keep racking up the lawyer bills. you get paid $2,000 an hour, we we want continuances, continuances, and more continuances until the judge finally says, I've had enough.
7: Well, at least a part of it, you have to understand, was the COVID deal, but now it's Certainly, stretching.
21: Well, listen, COVID's been over for a while, and they could have done this this month. Then they came out with this sickness uh, excuse, and uh, and uh, they want another delay. Come May, they don't want this because they know that uh, they're going to get some prison time. The two of them, and um, and so in fact, they don't want any prison time until they hear the appeal. They they want to uh, they want the appeal to go through and see if the appeal's is accepted in, uh, out of New York at the appellate court. So they want the uh, jail time delayed until that comes. Uh, well, they can't comes blame forward. them.
7: They're doing everything that's legal that they can.
21: Yeah, yeah, and this is the way it goes. And, uh, you know, believe it or not, they uh, not that they don't deserve the 41 to 56 months that they recommend in the federal government, but you know there's people who commit a lot, lot worse crimes than what those two did, and I'm talking about, like, rape and murders and stuff, on the federal level. And do you know they get uh, less time than what they're getting?
7: Oh, believe me, I know that. It's just yeah. pathetic. It's just so pathetic, Larry. I, I wish everybody knew what was going on.
21: Yeah, the system is all screwed up today. So just to let that, that woman know, I don't want her to. It, it, it's a bad, bad uh, criminal justice system that we have today. Yeah, don't say, we got still the best in the, in the world. <laughs> so don't get me wrong on that. But
7: it could but, be better. It could be a lot better. Right. All right. Thank Absolutely. you. Talk to you later. Thanks. Okay. All right. Hello. Welcome to the program.
17: Yes. Good morning, Stowe. Morning, sir. I guess so. Joe Biden's going to announce he's going to be running again.
7: He already did. Yes. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm.
17: Well, um, can he can he drop Kamala Harris as vice president?
7: He already said that uh, he would. Uh, she would be his running mate.
17: She would be his running mate. So mm-hmm. you're not going to be voting for Joe Biden. You're going to be voting for Kamala Harris to be the president.
7: Sure, it's very conceivable. Yes.
17: You know. Because uh, I don't think he'll be be able to keep going for another two or three years. So Kamala Harris, you'll be going for Kamala Harris and not Joe Biden.
7: Well, people said this the last election, so who knows? Listen, that's not happening for over a year, so things could change. I
17: know, it's still early yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, buddy. Have a good day.
7: You too. And it is a good day, 56 degrees. We may hit 60 degrees. I'll see, do my best. See if we can make it hit 60 degrees. Yes, it's golf weather. You could play a little golf today. All right, we're going to have a news break. And then we'll have part two of the program. You're all invited to call in and give your point of view. Local issues are always welcome. You know that. In fact, there's a little election coming up in May. For the council, we'll be talking about that. W-I-C-H-A-M, 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, w two three
0: three 3 I got it. It's 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. President Biden formally entered the 2024 presidential contest today. He released a three-minute announcement video earlier this morning.
2: This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. Because I know America. I know we're good and decent people.
0: In the video, the president says there's nothing more sacred than personal freedom, and he calls out MAGA extremists for trying to restrict access to abortion and for banning books. Americans tell pollsters they are concerned about the president's age. William Howell, a professor of American politics at the University of Chicago, says having an 80-year-old president running for the White House is going to raise issues. I think
10: that raises large questions about... Um, generational issues within the Democratic Party and the opportunities for leadership, but um, just also in terms of, you know, his health and well-being.
0: Russia's foreign minister did not receive a warm welcome at the United Nations, where he hosted a meeting on international peace. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield demanded that Moscow release Americans that are being wrongfully detained.
6: I'm calling on you right now to release Paul Whelan, Evan Gershkovich immediately. To let Paul and Evan come home and to cease this barbaric practice once and for all.
0: A major shakeup at the two cable news networks, CNN and Fox. Controversial Tucker Carlson, but popular, no longer working at the Fox News Channel. And Don Lemon has been fired by CNN, also a lightning rod for controversy. He was let go after a short run as a morning show host. He made waves by attacking 51-year-old GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley. More details at... Townhall.com.
2: Foreman is the
4: heavyweight champion of the world.
0: On April 28th, experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George
2: Foreman.
4: George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new champ.
2: I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. It's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preach. preach, you won't pay the bills.
18: Format, 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can
22: you beat that money?
18: I'm going to lose my way. The big
2: George Foreman, exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th, rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13.
22: Do you find yourself
12: stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free.
18: Call 800-235-5588. That's 800-235-5588. 800-235-5588
0: court documents filed by prince harry say that his brother prince william was paid a very large sum by rupert murdoch's british newspaper group to settle historical phone hacking claims prince harry is suing three different newspaper groups for alleged unlawful intrusion into his personal life and those close to him some of his allegations date back to when he was a teenager and today the sons' owners launched an attempt to stop his case saying he had run out of time to prove his allegations But his lawyers have immediately hit back by revealing that his brother, Prince William, had recently received an undisclosed sum from the son's owners. They say newsgroup newspapers allegedly struck a deal with palace officials to put off, but eventually settle, any hacking claims from members of the royal family. The BBC's Dominic Casciani. Next month's coronation of King Charles III is giving the UK a tourism boost. The ceremony is scheduled for a week from Saturday. News and analysis at townhall.com. Senator Mitt Romney finds himself outnumbered as he warns Republicans not to select Donald Trump as the party's presidential nominee.
5: The Senate's top GOP detractor of Trump says it would be hard to win broad support for a candidate he describes as having been indicted, who's had to plead the fifth multiple times, and who's been surrounded by individuals who've gone to jail. Yet Mr. Trump enjoys a growing list of endorsements from Senate Republicans. Among the nine who've signed on so far, Senators Tommy Tuberville, J.D. Vance, Eric Schmidt, Lindsey Graham, Cindy Hyde Smith, Mark Wayne Mullen, Ted Budd and both Tennessee Senators, Marsha Blackburn and Bill Hagerty. Bob Egg reporting.
0: Sweden is expelling five employees of the Russian Embassy in Stockholm. They were asked to leave the country because they were suspected of spying. The Swedish foreign minister said the alleged activities of the five were incompatible with their diplomatic status. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The
4: Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Briar.
7: Jobs I would never want. One of them is spying. So it's like to be a spy for a living. How would you sleep nights? Believable. Probably have a volume as big as a frisbee. Amazing. Some of the things that people do for a living—spying. You're about what happens to spies when they're caught. Hmm? Wow. I just thought I would throw that in. Welcome back to the program. Eight eight nine five two five two. Anybody have a real unusual job in your lifetime? Wonder what some of the strangest jobs out there. One of the strangest jobs was somebody I knew uh, deboning chicken. That's what she did all day. She, well, somebody's got to do it, right? Chicken won't do it itself. She deboned chicken for a couple of years. I hope it paid well. Salaries are a lot better now since the uh, inflation and uh, job shortages and people looking to hire people. It's not that there's shortages of jobs, there's shortages of people to go to work. So the salaries have gone up uh, pretty good, so much an hour. I guess you can actually uh, go in, and if you don't like what the hourly pay is, you can discuss it and maybe get a little more because some places I see the help wanted signs for a long, long time. Do you find that? Any unusual jobs that you had? We have these big towers out there. W-I-C-H. And people go and check them and they have to climb way up that tower. And I'm thinking, man, I mean, they're really up there. You think Jack and the Beanstalk was high. They're up in that tower, cool as a cucumber. And of course, the people that work at NPU, that's a wild job. They get on these poles and get these wires to work when we lose power. That's a tough job, but people do it. Where would we be if they wouldn't do that, huh? I love those guys. I've interviewed them many, many times. Those people, you know, when you get the power outages, who, who do you call? the pole climbers and they're up there sometimes in
6: bad weather gotta give them a lot of credit It's time for the annual New London County 4-H Camp Auction. The auction will be held this Friday, April 28th, and Saturday, April 29th at the New London County 4-H Camp in Franklin. The auction will begin at 5.30 both nights. Be sure to come early and enjoy some delicious food. Auctioneer Ernie Eldridge will be featuring new and gently used merchandise, collectibles, gift certificates, theme baskets, trips, and much more. All proceeds from this auction will go to support the New London County 4-H Camp. Show your support this Friday and Saturday at the New London County 4-H Camp Auction. The auction will begin promptly at 5.30. Donations are still being accepted. Call 889-5266. That's 889-5266 for more information or to make a donation. The New London County 4-H Camp is located on Cannes Road in Franklin. For directions, log on to my 4 hcamponlinecom That's my, the number 4, Hcamponline.com. The phone number again, 889-5266.
7: I was going to be a short order cook, but I was too tall, so I didn't get that job. But the only other thing I ever did besides radio for two weeks... I was a stock boy at Jordan Marsh in Boston. You would think that would be a peaceful job. It had something to do with... the. I took a business course in high school and they let you out for two weeks to get some experience. I got my first paycheck. It was amazing. But it was dangerous. You think, oh, stock boy, why would that be dangerous? Because any time there was a sale, people would be trying to jump into the wagon that I was pushing it was amazing I was like there he goes shoosh!" I didn't have enough insurance so I was I think "Ah, maybe I'll just get into radio unusual jobs sometimes you read about them and hear about them and uh, but somebody's got to do it and some people say well that's what I've always wanted to do climb towers debone chickens I've never seen that in a yearbook though, but people like to do it. You know, people have urges to be a dentist. Say really a dentist? It's a good thing we have dentists, huh? People will be pulling their own teeth and that's not a good thing. Say so would you pay six thousand dollars for a cocktail? I'd say you'd have to be snarkers to do that. San Antonio, Texas Bar is going viral because they are serving $6,000 cocktails. The dramatic description for Bunker, Missology's Armor Internal Drink. The base is Louis VIII's Cognac, aged between 40 and 100 years. The Cognac is uh, carefully blended with a touch of artisanal, I thought it was arsenic in the artisanal honey, a splash of freshly squeezed lemon juice, to create harmonious balance of sweet and sour, but what truly sets the cocktail apart is the finishing touch, a single rose petal delicately placed on top, symbolizing the beauty and fragility of love. The aroma of the rose combines with the rich cognac, creating an olfactory experience that is both intoxicating and mesmerizing. Served in a crystal crystal champagne flute... Dressed with a Tiffany & Company diamond necklace, the armor eternal is the ultimate show of love to a woman. See, the diamond necklace has kind of kicked up the price there. A feature that is as timeless and unforgettable as the cocktail itself. It's a $6,000 cocktail. Would you like a $500 sip? I can't imagine... I I don't understand why some uh, drinks in restaurants are so much money. Just... I don't get it. But I'm not a drinker, so... Not anymore. So I don't get it. Drinks were a lot cheaper when... When I used to partake. By the way, and it's about time, Little League Baseball is cracking down on rowdy parents. It's about time. I have seen horrible things. Parents in the stands. ABC says the Deptford Township, New Jersey Little League Baseball Organization is cracking down on rowdy Little League parents. They say any parents that are caught yelling and screaming at umpires will then have to umpire three games themselves in order to return to the stands as a spectator. League officials say 99% of parents are now following the rules. I've heard something worse than yelling at umpires at Little League games, let me tell you. Welcome to the program.
15: You know, that must be an unusual job, to figure out all those ingredients to put together to make that drink.
7: Yeah, yeah, bartender, yeah, that's a $6,000 drink, you better not spill it.
15: Better not. You better not waste it either by, you know, taking, mm-hmm. you know, little sips in between
7: First you of know, all, it's I difficult mean, being really. a bartender to thought, begin with.
15: Who would, to, who would have thought to put all those things together?
7: But then at the end, it says there's something diamond in there as well. So, so yeah. maybe it's only a five thousand dollar drink.
15: And that was, uh, something about a necklace. I don't know.
7: Yeah, something about a necklace.
15: So, but putting all those strange ingredients mm-hmm. together, you know, especially that old um, cognac. But yeah, I'm, 40 and you know,
7: 100 years old, whatever I that means.
15: I, I know
11: it's supposed to um, age. You know, when it ages, some things kind of, you know, get better with age.
7: Some things but, do, some other things don't, yeah.
11: Yeah, uh-huh. you
15: know, putting, I don't think I drink it even at that age even. I mean, I don't know. I know it's supposed to, in wine, they're supposed to age nicely, but uh, I don't know. I don't, can't, uh, I can't see myself drinking something like that.
7: Since some people have so much money they don't know what to do with it, they might do that. They might buy a drink.
15: Yeah, but I think I'd rather take it, taste a, a nice, ex- expensive ice cream if I was going to, mm. you know, spend money on. on Uh, a lot of money on something to put in my mouth that something something that you put in your mouth and that comes out you know just a a little while later I don't I think that's a waste of money
11: you know
7: well everything comes out a little while later (laughs) but uh, so it doesn't matter ice cream Uh, yeah I know but really
15: Mm -hmm. you know that's that's too much money
23: to waste.
7: <laughs> well, I think so. I'm not about to buy one of those.
23: Neither no. am I, but I think it's an unusual jo- I think it's a strange job. I mean, to... I
7: get these stories in, and they're absolutely true, and I'm amazed. Every day I'm <laughs> amazed at some of the things. Yeah, really. Like a teen mugger swallowed a gold necklace to avoid arrest.
24: Can okay. you imagine that? Swallowed how, how, the gold he...
7: necklace to Do avoid really? being arrested.
15: Okay. It's like he didn't uh, choke.
7: Good grief. So
15: they put him in jail and wait till it comes out the other end. You know. Um,
7: yeah. Well, I'd hate to be the one that had to check it.
15: <laughs> Me too. <laughs>
7: well, listen. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye. Talk to you later. Hi. Thanks for holding. You're on the air.
18: Uh, good morning, Stu. How are you? All right, sir. Uh, so I don't know if you recognize my voice. It's been some time since I'm spoke since I've spoken with you, but uh, this is John the calling. John! uh, it created a lot of activity yesterday on your show. John, I'm glad you Um, called. Mm -hmm. um, And I would just like to maybe share some of the facts that were presented as evidence at the trial, Mm -hmm. uh, because I can talk about this stuff now. Um, And uh, because the media might not have covered it, as well as if you were sitting right there and listening to the facts. First off is, uh, I maintain my innocence, Stu. Um... And I fully intend to appeal this one count that uh, I was found guilty of. Um, I was one member of a board of 12 that sat on CMEC. It was in my job description to participate on the CMEC board. I was required to do it. Um, the board voted, they budgeted and voted for these retreats. The entire board of 12 were all invited, and many went with guests. And many went on all of the trips, similar to me. After the 2013 trip, I asked CMEC's general counsel, Phil Sussler, hey, are these things okay to do? And his answer, direct words to me were, CMEC can do what it wants with its money, which it was. This was not taxpayer money or utility money. This was CMEC's money. CMEC can do what it wants with its money. It just might not look good in the newspaper. Boy, was he right about that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I understand this was a bad idea. Um, many of the people that attended those trips still sit on the CMEC board. People that did the exact same thing that I have done um, still sit on that board. They were never prosecuted, and they still make votes. Um, again, this was a bad idea. Big mistake. Uh, I've paid for this dearly. This has been over six years right now. Um, I've struggled with a, with a lot of things over the past six years. Um, and I'm working real hard uh, to get better. Um, I've apologized on your show and at the utility board meeting for this publicly. And I was asked to pay $15,000. And I did that. I did what I was asked to do, but uh, I just want to be sure you and your listeners know that I never, ever intended, nor did I think, I was stealing money from any organization at all. And um, I want to leave it at that, Stu, but I just think it's important because the newspaper doesn't always get all the facts, or maybe sometimes they're selective with the facts that get printed. Um, And if you have a question for me, I'll be happy to answer it, but I'm not ready to talk to your listeners yet.
7: No, no, okay, that's fine. I I know that you had mentioned to me one time when this is all over that you wanted to come on the program, and you know, of course, that would be fine, and, you know, talk with some of the listeners later on down the road. I'm not going to take calls right now. So... I'm trying to think of how many, was this four years The you went to the Derby, four years?
18: Yeah, mm-hmm. four, four years, 2013, 14, 15, and 16. Um, we were charged with uh, four counts, four crimes. We were prosecuted on four crimes. Um, the embezzlement and the conspiracy and corruption we were acquitted on. Um, the 2014 trip, which was identical to the 2015 trip, we were found not guilty and acquitted on the 2016 trip after the government introduced a tremendous amount of evidence um which was found not to be true um they dropped that charge and the judge instructed the jury after it had heard all this information to disregard that and then uh three of us were found guilty of uh of uh, of going on the 2015 trip and that would be and, and it actually was misappropriation of funds from an agency that receives more than $10,000 worth of federal funding so it wasn't federal money wasn't utility money and it wasn't taxpayer money
7: so the first three years uh, John um, you were considered was considered innocent of that
18: Yes, but, but uh, in twenty fifteen doing the same exact thing, a mistake um we were found three of us were found guilty of um, so uh, I heard one of your listeners speak earlier about how you know the justice system is pretty screwed up and uh and it is i've I've witnessed uh, granted it's the best in the world, but I have lived this firsthand um I have paid mine and i know. People don't have a lot of sympathy for me. That's fine. But I've paid for this dearly. My family has paid for it emotionally. My parents are 82 years old. Um, they've paid for this emotionally. And, you know, it's a, this, was, this was a mistake. Uh, I apologized for that. But I never in my life intended or willfully went out to steal anyone's money from anywhere. And I think we've all made mistakes along the way in our lives. And uh, some of us have paid more than others for very, very similar mistakes.
7: So c had all this money, and they said they wanted to do this. And then the listeners say, well, you know, we taxpayers are paying for that. Um,
18: that is not true. Mm-hmm. Utility payers and the taxpayers were not. This was margin fund in CMC where cmec went into new businesses outside of the state of connecticut in the state of massachusetts where they were having revenue returns north of a hundred million dollars a year money that had never been coming into cmec before and the board the board decided let's have a retreat and the words that were used at the board meeting was let Celebrate success. Let's celebrate success. And that's what we did. I didn't pick the Kentucky Derby. I don't gamble. Uh, You know, this wasn't something that was put together by John Bilda, Jim Sullivan, and Drew Rankin. And, you know, unfortunately, I had to remain silent on this for a long period of time. Um, But uh, after listening to your show yesterday, um, I just wanted to make sure... Facts got out there regarding it And this is all on the public record In the court documents If anyone thinks I'm saying something different Because I testified on my own behalf And if you, A more interesting thing About the justice system When you testify on your own behalf Because you want to say your side of the story And then you're found guilty That becomes charges of Obstruction of justice And it actually increases The penalty time Uh, for incarceration so you know that's some of the that's
7: some of the shoes I'm in right now well being somebody who's been a friend of yours for years it's you know I I try to be down the middle with it just to be fair but uh, I am truly sorry what you're going through and I know a lot of people are very angry and I understand that as well but why is it when we hear about the three uh, weren't there many other people that went that uh, Mm -hmm. year
18: yep There were 12 12 people sat on that board that represent six municipal utilities in the state of Connecticut. They all were invited. Many of them went. But the way it was described to me is, why me and why not the other guys? Mm -hmm. It's like traveling down the turnpike in in a group of five cars, all doing 80 miles an hour, and uh, the patrol officer pulls over you. And that's just the way the justice system works, period. Accept it.
7: So you're not given any real explanation of that?
18: Nope. Yeah. The Justice Department can pick and choose who and when they want to prosecute. They bring it to a grand jury. What the Justice Department says to the grand jury is sealed and remains sealed, so you have no idea what the Justice Department claims you did, nor do you have any opportunity to defend yourself before a grand jury. Uh, And the grand jury, you know, 98% of the time side with the government and pursue the prosecution.
7: It's a little confusing, and I'm sure it's confusing to you when you think about uh, for the first few years you considered uh, not breaking the law, and then last year... They say you did break the law. It seems like they went after you because of previous times you went, even though that was considered not guilty.
18: That's that's a fact. And I lay awake at night thinking about that and don't understand it to this day.
7: So if you're considered not guilty, you know, from my perspective, and uh, I'm sure maybe other people have others, then why wouldn't you go on another one?
18: Uh, particularly after the general counsel after the first year seemed to think these were okay they just would look terrible in the newspaper and boy was he right
7: mm-hmm.
18: boy was he right I should have been smarter than that
7: So John when is it scheduled now to uh, go to court? I know we have COVID and um, there's been some illness and
18: uh... The judges became ill mm-hmm. um, he has uh transferred all of his cases to other judges other than this one um i am scheduled to get sentenced on uh, may 18th down in new haven and then sometime after that uh within 90 days uh, the judge will then uh set uh whatever kind of restitution and fines um he seems to think would be appropriate and then, uh, depending upon the term of my incarceration, I will have to self-surrender to a federal prison mm-hmm. somewhere in the Northeast.
7: Is there anything else you think that uh, you'd like our audience to know? Because, once again, when you hear, you hear all kinds of different stories, and you know it more than anybody.
18: I would like your audience to know that I am truly sorry for uh, the trust that was broken um, but I never intended to steal any money this was a bad idea a mistake and I should have been smart enough to maybe raise the red flag and say stop doing this but I didn't I went along with everyone else that's what I'd like them to know Stu and thank you for your time on your show I've always enjoyed speaking with you on your show Um, you know I lost a job that I loved I loved what I did for a living. Um, and uh, I drive a dump truck right now.
7: Well, you certainly, uh, when it comes to your job uh, through the years, you've gotten nothing but accolades. And you you know that, I'm sure.
18: Yes. Well, thank you again, Stu. Right. And uh, maybe, uh, maybe sometime this summer, if things uh, go favorable for me, I will come mm-hmm. on, and I would like to talk to the audience.
7: Well, that would be great. Um,
18: that great. would be great. Take care.
7: You too. Take care of yourself. Thank you.
18: Bye now.
7: John Belda, 895252 is our number, and we'll uh, join you again in a moment.
25: This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Fortunately, taking a child's temperature is easier today than in the past. I'll be back to discuss a few options.
19: The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned HealthMart Pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. HealthMart,
25: taking the time to listen and care. In this modern age, there are several ways to take a child's temperature. There are convenient forehead strips that are held in place until the color changes to denote a reading. There is a digital ear thermometer that is inserted into the ear canal to get a reading. And there are digital thermometers that can be used three ways. The most accurate way for children under 5 is to use the thermometer rectally. The least accurate way is to place the thermometer tip against the skin of the armpit. But the most common way is to place the thermometer tip under the tongue, keeping the lips closed. Ask your pharmacist for advice. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health.
7: This is WYCHA, FM, your number one local connection, and uh, that was John Bilda, formerly of uh, Norwich Department of Public Utilities, talking about the uh, Kentucky Derby story that we've uh, been discussing for a number of years. Welcome to the program.
15: Hi, Stu. Hi. I just heard uh, John Bilda on there, and I heard the whole thing and I've been following it. But I wanted to say, uh, Chris LaRose, who's now general manager over there at MPU. Excellent.
7: hmm Yeah, he's been on the show. He's a good guy, yep. Uh
15: okay, so I'm thinking of a song and I'm sure you're not gonna play it, but um for John Bilda, um I'm thinking of the song I had the time of my life.
9: Well
7: Okay, I'm not going to play it, but thanks for the call. Yeah. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome.
15: And you?
11: Oh, thank you.
7: I'm here. Go right ahead. Who was that? All right, let's take the... I did not know that John was going to call today. That was nothing that was planned. You're on the air. Welcome.
21: Hi, sir. Hi, Larry. Yeah. Uh, so he just told you what I, I told you. <laughs> uh. About the justice system. Yeah, it's uh, there's some
7: things that just and,
21: and I and I also don't agree with uh, uh, with these um, uh, indictments, these grand jury indictments. Mm-hmm. That uh, they they sit there, these people who know nothing about criminal justice stuff. They call them off the street. They sit them in a room, and the prosecution gets to tell them anything they want, with no no other people in there. To convict somebody of a crime, to charge him, not convict him, but charge him with a crime. That's what these grand juries are. I, I don't like them, and I, I don't think they're fair.
7: Okay. Uh, it's, uh, you know, when you hear his side of it, which you don't generally
10: hear, except well, right here. And he
21: explained himself pretty good. Listen, hmm. the thing is, he was found guilty. By a jury of his peers. Mm-hmm. That's the system that we go by in this country. And listen, I didn't hear the facts, just like he said. I was not sitting in the courtroom. I didn't hear the facts. I didn't know he testified, which was uh, probably, I would say, not good for him. If he explained to you, he's probably going to get um, a more uh, whatever from, from testifying and then being found guilty on top of it. So, so, probably better not to say anything. But one thing I do want to say in his defense, and I hope it doesn't happen. I, he worked hard uh, all, all his life. And I don't want to see the state attorney's office down there, Tom, or anybody else try to take this guy's pension away from him. Okay? And leave mm-hmm. him. He, he's already gone through hell. You don't have to take money away from him that that he he's earned and, and that belongs to him. No, I...
7: I, I concur with you on that. I yeah. do.
21: So you know, was, uh, that, that would be totally, totally wrong in, in trying to put the guy to his death uh, from something like this uh, to do something like that to, to, to him. I think the jail time and, and the um, and paying a fine is uh, is plenty enough, and not to take his money that he worked hard for his life to take that away from him. He earned it. It's his, and 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 so be it.
7: Right, Thanks for the call, Larry. Yeah. About the pain of going through the whole thing. I, the thing that's hard to understand is why other people that did the same thing, not that I want them to get arrested, but um, it just narrowed down to those three. I, I don't understand. You're on the air. Welcome.
15: Oh, I do. As far um, as that incident and investigation is going... Preston, in a roundabout way, can have its own financial scandal. Why? Because over 20... Well, we have a new select woman, right? You never see a picture of her. You never even see comments in the newspaper. You only see the same people that ran the town 20 years ago with comments in the paper. Now, the finance board is going to talk about the budget on Thursday. And, you know, there's no reason to raise taxes in this town, another mill rate, et cetera, because the new select woman, just like Biden, could redo this memo of agreement on that hospital property and make the Mohegans pay for it. You don't give away over 300 acres. How do you do that? Well, she
7: was elected by the people, and she's going to do what she thinks is right.
15: What she hasn't said anything. I wouldn't even know this person if she stood in front of me. There's never even a picture of her in the paper. I have no incl- Well, you
7: have every right to call a selectman. You have every right to uh, go to the meetings.
15: Well... It it just seems that the same names that ran the town keep popping up at all the finance board meetings and everything and I think it it almost seems like she's just a figurehead there and that she got put in there but the other people that originally run the town are still doing the dealings and but there's so many new
7: Susan houses. Susan in all due respect in all due respect, Susan, you need to get truly involved if you're really uh feel so strongly about these issues.
15: Well, what's bad is that the new people coming in have no inkling of what the heck is going on. We probably had 20 new houses put on our road just in the last 2 years. Do you think these people know that our tax rate, no rate is this high because of something bought for a dollar? Uh, you, uh, you know, you well,
7: you need time. you need to be heard at the meetings. I have to run, but thank you. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hey,
14: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I heard John Builder and I want to give him credit for coming on the show. No, I appreciated that. Himself.
7: yes, I, I was surprised, and I appreciated him calling.
14: Yes, I, and I give him credit for doing that.
7: Mhm. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay. Hi. Good morning. You're on the air.
17: Yeah, Good morning, Stu. Hey, I missed the uh, John Builder thing there. Now, is, is he incarcerated now, or is that over with, or what?
7: No, in May they're going to make a decision on sentencing.
17: Oh, okay, so he's still out, and he's, he's not in, in incarcerated right no, now? No, he's not.
7: May? He's not incarcerated, no.
17: Oh, okay, so they, uh, it's going to be finished up in May, is that correct?
7: It, it appears so.
17: Okay, because that's been a long dragged out affair. Uh, mm hmm. Well, hey, uh he did a good job while he was working there and uh I don't know. <laughs> I hope it works out well for him whatever happens.
7: Well, he said he didn't take any money away from taxpayers and you know all the taxpayers uh, kind of go there and uh c well, said they hey, had a, a lot of money and uh, they wanted to do that for their people.
17: Yeah, I guess so. Anyway. All right. Hey, right, thanks.
7: Thank you for calling. Hi, Wych, you're on.
17: Hi, how are you? Okay. Uh Speaking of Mr. Builder, no. I have known Mr. Builder for quite a few years, uh, professionally and friendliness. Uh, he did some things that weren't exactly uh, kosher to do, but he never did. He never tried to steal or uh, any money or anything from Knowledge Utilities. I know quite a few people that work at utilities, and they still do, and they said when they needed something at utilities, whether all the equipment they needed, all they had to do was ask. And uh, he would do his best to get them some new equipment, because when he took over, uh, the people that worked at utilities, especially the electric line crews, had nothing but junk, really, to work with. And now, if you look at the equipment that knowledge utilities has, anywhere in the utility department, they are they are you know up to date with all the best equipment and that enables them to do their job the way it's supposed to be done. All right. Thank you.
7: You're Bye. welcome, sir. I've did a lot of uh, a lot of shows with uh, John Builder. WICH shows there at Norwich Department of Public Utilities and uh this whole situation is very sad. It's a very sad situation. There are things that uh you know, I would like to ask more about, for instance, you know, why was it pinpointed to those three people? And uh, But John, John addressed it. He said there's really no answer to it. If you did miss that later on, you can hear that uh, chat we had with John Bilda by going to wych.com, linking onto the podcast. Or if you have Alexa, you can go to uh, Just Ask Alexa, play the Stu Breyer Show. Hello, welcome to the program.
13: Hey, Stu. Hey, Joey. I'm just listening today. I just want to let you know I'm alive and well. uh, That's good. It's an interesting story you just did with uh, John Builder. But I just, uh, I'm just listening today. You know, I don't really have much to talk about.
7: Okay. Well, I'm glad you're listening.
13: But I, you know, I I listen to your show as much as I can, and I certainly enjoy your show. You're the best. You're the best broadcast journalist I ever heard in my life.
7: Well, that's nice. a nice compliment, Joe. I appreciate it.
13: Yeah, I'm serious too, man. You're the best. I gotta
7: go. Okay, see ya. All
13: right.
7: I'd like to hear from you, eight eighty nine five two five two, you know, with your point of view. Has it changed about the Derby Gate thing or I appreciate Joe uh, coming on the program. And I hope someday he'll come on and take some calls from you folks. As he mentioned, he would do that. It's 1142, our WICH weather is another decent spring day. Temperatures in the middle to upper 50s. No complaints. And some periodic sunshine that I think people will enjoy. We may get up to 60 degrees today. 37 tonight, though. It's going to be a chilly night, so keep that in mind. I don't know if the daisies will appreciate it, but right now it is 57 degrees. The Crohn's and Colitis
18: Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at crohn'scolitisfoundation.org.
7: Well, uh, a listener called up, Candy called up, and she wanted to hear a song called Hey Loretta by Loretta Lynn. And our little elves were able to uh find that song. i'm going to tell you i never I never heard of it before, but I am going to play it. It's called "Hey, Loretta." I don't know if she sang it while she was looking in the mirror. I'm not sure, but I thought it might be interesting if i well I have a few minutes to throw that in so Let's see if we can do that here, if I can get it in my gizmo all all at once here. Okay, here's Loretta Lynn, and hey, Loretta, see if it works. If not, I'll find it a little bit later on. Okay, it's not in the system yet. Okay, we'll wait till it gets in the system.
8: In the meantime, let me take a short break. Here's the weather. Hi, everybody. Good morning. A nice start. Uh, we've got sunny skies out there, but we are expecting partly to mostly cloudy skies this afternoon. There's even a chance for some isolated afternoon showers. Temperatures today in the upper 50s, cooler than average. Tonight, partly cloudy, patchy frost possible once again, especially inland. Overnight low 36. Tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, isolated showers late. Temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s inland. Thursday morning clouds give way to a mostly sunny sky. Temperatures in the upper 50s, low 60s. Friday a mixture of. Sun and clouds, highs in the low to mid-60s. Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy, highs in the upper 50s, low 60s. Sunday, mostly cloudy, windy, rain chances increase later in the day, highs in the upper 50s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. Hi, WICH, welcome. Hello. Um, I'm sure you're going
15: to play a Harry Belafonte song or two. I certainly I am. Justing the... Uh, you know,
7: uh, banana boat. Dead, is it day Yeah, yeah.
15: What's the one um where they go, Oh, the women are smarter? Uh, who sings that? Yeah, is that him uh, too? That's no. Harry
7: Belafonte saying that, yeah.
15: Oh woman like smarter than man.
7: He says the women are smarter than the man.
15: I like that one. Yes, that's um, Desi Jesse did that on his Lucy Ball sketch. Really? With her. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a. That, oh, play that one instead. Do
7: you think uh, that women are smarter than men?
15: Um. Well, I I've been married a long time. Not as long as you, but I think we get our way eventually. Um, you know, so I I'm not sure. I don't think we're smarter. No, I think we have better social skills. We can multitask, <laughs> and you can't. Okay. <laughs> What do you think? Ask your wife tonight. Can you multitask? You can. Look at what you do all day. I, I don't think
7: multitasking is a good thing, but I, sometimes I do it. But.
15: You eat a sandwich, you, you, you answer the phone, and mm-hmm. but that's the problem. If you're doing two things at once, you go, like the whole like all of us, we walk in the kitchen and go, what in the heck did I come in here for?
7: Oh, my goodness, I do that so much.
15: But, but I did that in my 40s, so that's okay. But, like, when you can't remember all day long, you're like, let it go. And I talk to myself always and say, "Just let it go, Karen, just, just let it go." and eventually it'll come to me maybe a day later, and, and I'm, I'm good, so you know, I'm sure someone's going to say Banana Boat" too, but both of those songs would be terrific. And well, I'll try to play, play a couple anyway, because I'm a, play two for me. I was a fan okay.
7: of Harry Belafonte sad <laughs> to hear he died. Yeah.
15: yeah, okay, thanks so much, Stu. Thank
7: you.: Matilda, she'd take me money and run Venezuela. Uh, Okay, here's uh, Hey Loretta by Loretta Lynn. Well, we all talk to ourselves once in a while.
26: Well, uh, goodbye tub and clothesline. Goodbye pots and pans. I'm gonna take a Greyhound bus as further as I can. I ain't gonna wash no windows. And I ain't gonna scrub no floors And when you realize I'm gone I'm gonna hear you
27: roar And you'll say
26: fingers to the bone and we don't hardly speak and all i ever get is a little kiss about once a week so you can feed the chickens and you can milk the cow this a woman's liberation honey is gonna start right now and like a movie star and pretty up my hair and no one here is a gonna know what I'll be doing there I'll be swinging from the chandelier and bouncing off the wall instead of 11 just one man, I'm a gonna love them all and you'll say
7: I guess there's a few uh, singers through the years have uh, sang a song about themselves. I mean, one was Bo Diddley. He has he had a hit called Bo Diddley. So, um, hey, it worked out for him. It is uh, Loretta Lynn, 12 minutes before noon at WYCH. An interesting gentleman we're going to chat with a little bit. He's from Norwich. And he's lived in the Norwich area all of his life. He graduated from NFA in 1958. He's done a lot of work for the uh, veterans through the years. Many of you uh, know Wilfred, member of the VVA American Legion. He's also written three songs. He's now in The Taming of the Tornadoes with a patent pending. We'll have to find out about that. uh, He just had such an interesting life that I thought it would be interesting to uh, have a chat with him today. He's done a popular TV show called Let's Help a Vet. And later he was with Town Talk for two years on public TV. So join us at 105. I think you'll find it a a very interesting program. He's also worked in the uh, field of uh, health. He was a CPR instructor. Taught first aid. Second selectment of Sprague. I don't have time to read the whole resume, but I thought uh, he would be a very interesting guest. So we'll be chatting with him after the uh, noon, after the one o'clock news. OK, we have the lunchtime oldies coming up and then we'll have a chat with Wilfred. 94.5 and
5: 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules,
9: please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. When you do business at Gear, Sand and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now, that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, passed his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third generation Bo, Gear, Sand and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone gravel. Crushed and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it. And can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears, sand, and gravel. Route 138, Griswold. Call Gears. 376-5321. 376-5321. 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at gearsfamilytree.com. Gear up for your next job at Gears. Welcome to the program. Good morning.
23: Hi, Stu. Hi. You seem to have a couple of minutes free here, so I'm just calling um, about the uh, listener who uh, who called about her recipe for... Meatballs.
7: Meatball, yes.
23: Yeah, and uh, I was thinking maybe the reason that the gentleman who wanted the recipe didn't call because uh, she mentioned that she prefers using that meatball mix for her. Not meatball mix, but meatloaf mix. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's out, decided to wait and try that. Because uh, I also was wondering about her recipe. I think she called for two pounds of the uh, meat and two cups of um, breadcrumbs and one cup of milk, one cup of cheese. And then she mentioned using the fresh parsley. And I always use, you know, the one, the dried. So, um... I also was wondering if she uses the grated Romano or the grated Parmesan cheese.
7: You know, when somebody gives a recipe, it's very hard to get it all. Right. I know that, so... So, um,
23: Yeah. So, you know, I thought maybe that's one reason. And then I called one time for a recipe for something, and the lady was gracious enough to uh, give me hers, and it was about exactly the same as the one that I used, mm-hmm. and I didn't call back, uh, you know, to to give her uh, the results because, like I said, it was the same, and I was a, kind of reprimanded <laughs> about that, that I didn't call, you know, to let her know if I liked her recipe or not.
7: Well, we want so, everybody to have good meatballs, so we'll try to get it straight for you.
23: Yeah, and uh, actually, I was thinking... I was shopping in Stop and Shop, and I looked into this person's car, and there was a container, and it looked like it had 12 meatballs in it. And I was thinking, oh, gee, maybe I'll try them someday and see, you know, Mm. uh, how they were.
7: Sure, they sell them separately, meatballs, yeah. Yeah,
23: yeah, it was actually sort of in a tray with 12. And so they might have them in the, uh, um, you know, place where they have the ready-made food, mm. and about, um, you know, not uh, cracking the spaghetti, mm-hmm. I do it in half, and I'm wondering why they say not to do that, you know?
7: I automatically crack crack it when I know that I think of it, because it just gives you more room to put in more spaghetti. Right. <laughs>
23: yeah. So I, I was just wondering if there's a reason. That I know is a good I've question, them, though. I've seen them put in the spaghetti in a big pot and mm-hmm. just uh, let it go down by itself, you know, where it doesn't fit in the pot to begin with. But eventually, you know, it'll all go down. Uh, anyhow. All right. That's my comment for the
7: day. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi.
17: Hi, I'm looking for records, CDs, Rolling Stone magazines and everything and anything on uh Eric Clapton. My number's 862 860 235 7868. 235
7: 7868. Thank you. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Vinyl is popular again, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you didn't throw away your albums, because they're back. More and more record stores are opening up. You're on the air. Welcome.
15: Well, the lovely lady that just called in, I was very excited. So my blend of cheese is Parmigiano Romano, a blend, both. Romano and Parmesan are different. One's sheep's milk and one is a different uh, blend. And, yes, those meatballs that you buy in the grocery store are delicious. I think it's a sin because I did it, and I felt guilty because I didn't make my own meatballs that Christmas. Oh, that's okay. uh, Yeah, and then uh, what was the other thing? Oh, um, the reason why the Italians don't break the pasta is because they use a spoon and they twirl it. And it's on a spoon, so they want a big bite. Oh,
7: they like the twirl. Okay. I think
15: so. But tell, you know, she's listening, I'm sure, but I break it sometimes too. I, I'm just saying what they would tell me on Listen, the. Listen, I've the, tried
7: the twirl and I almost tied myself up.
15: Well, like you said, when we were little kids, my grandmother put the spaghetti on a plate, mm-hmm. and we all chopped it up like little pieces. Yeah. But my God, because you're little and you can't, you can't. It's everywhere. But I mean, she put a big um, napkin around, um, um, like a, actually a bedsheet half the time with all of us kids on Sunday dinner on spaghetti because we get it all over the place. So, uh, but that was cute. I, I'm glad that she she called in, but that guy with the meatballs didn't. So, oh well. All right. All Thank right. Bye bye.
7: All right, I'm going to take you to the news with an appropriate song, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, kids, sing along.
28: On top of spaghetti All covered with cheese I lost my poor meatball When somebody sneezed it rolled off the table And onto the floor And then my poor mid Paul Rolled out of the door It rolled in the garden And under a bush And then my poor mid Paul was nothing but mush On top of spaghetti All covered with
29: cheese
28: I lost my poor meatball When somebody's near it rolled off the table and onto the floor. And then my poor meatball rolled out of the door. It rolled in the garden and under a bush. And then my poor meatball was nothing but more. the mush was as tasty as tasty could be. And early next summer, it grew into a tree. The tree was open
7: News next on our lunchtime, 8 a.m. 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. News next.
3: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden today kicked off his bid for a second term in the White House. In a video announcement, he makes a case to finish the job he started. Part of his strategy will be painting Republicans as too extreme when it comes to personal freedom. He attacks them on fiscal policy while doubling down on abortion access and same-sex marriage. Cutting Social
2: Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy. Dictating what health care decisions women can make. Banning books and telling people who they can love.
3: William Powell, the professor of American politics at the University of Chicago, says Mr. Biden's run for president at age 80 is going to raise issues.
10: I think that raises large questions about um generational issues within the democratic party and the opportunities for leadership but um just also in terms of you know his health and well-being
3: the president would be 86 at the end of a second term also at townhall.com officials berated russians foreign minister sergey lavrov at a united nations meeting
30: un chief antonio guterres and representatives from Western nations hit out at Russia's Lavrov as he chaired a meeting on Monday accusing Moscow of violating the UN Charter by attacking Ukraine and occupying part of its territory. Lavrov responded by defending his country's military action and accusing the US and its allies of undercutting global democracy. Guterres said tensions between major powers are at a historic high and so are the risks of conflict through misadventure or miscalculation he said, pointing to the war in Ukraine. I'm Charles Dilladesma. Stocks are lower
3: in midday trading on Wall Street. The Dow is down 154 points now. The Nasdaq losing 137. More on these stories at townhall.com.
9: or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your time share or you'll pay nothing.
18: Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252.
3: Israel's Independence Day ceremonies experienced some disruptions. We have the latest from the Media Line's Felice Friedsen.
15: Hours before the start of Israel's Remembrance Day, a 39-year-old Palestinian man drove his vehicle into pedestrians at a busy intersection outside the Machane Yehuda marketplace in the center of Jerusalem. Five were injured, one critical. The driver was shot and killed by an armed citizen. It was the latest in a series of attacks on Israelis growing in frequency. Meanwhile, in the desert city of Be'er Sheva, shouting and shoving between opponents and supporters of National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Vir broke out at a memorial ceremony when the controversial member of the Netanyahu government spoke. This evening, Israel's 75th Independence Day commences. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News,
3: Jerusalem. News and analysis at TheMediaLine.org and TownHall.com. In Midwest City, Oklahoma, police say a man shot a 20-year-old student on the campus of Rose State College on Monday. Police identified the suspect as 30-year-old Brandon Morrisett, who faces a first-degree murder charge. Despite opposition, Alabama and Mississippi continue to mark Confederate Federal Day. Alabama and Mississippi closed most government
10: offices Monday for Confederate Memorial Day. Efforts have stalled to abolish state holidays that honor the old Confederacy. Legislation has been introduced in the ongoing Alabama legislative session to remove, alter, or rename Confederate-related holidays. But the effort so far has gained little traction. i Norman Hall.
3: Quarterback Aaron Rodgers saying goodbye to Green Bay, heading to the bright lights of the Big Apple, the New York Jets have agreed on a deal to acquire the four-time NFL MVP from the Packers. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott.
4: It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie show on 1310 WICH. Hello,
7: buddies. Welcome into our Lunchtime Oldie break. Uh, We're sorry to hear that Harry Belafonte has passed away, so certainly I want to play a, a couple of his songs at least during our lunchtime oldie hour. So let's do it!
31: Day,
32: day. Do
33: Daylight come and me won't go home. Work all night and drink a rum. Daylight come and me
34: won't
33: go home. Stack banana till the morning come. Daylight come and me won't Come Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana Daylight, come and me wan, go home Come Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana Daylight, come and
31: me wan, go home Live six foot, seven foot, eight foot, they Daylight, come and me wan
34: Come and we won't go home.
33: Day, he said, day, he day. day, daylight come day. and we won't go home. A beautiful bunch, a ripe banana. Daylight
34: come and we
33: won't go home. Hide the deadly black tarantula.
34: Daylight come and we won't go
31: 8 foot. We foot. 8 foot.
33: Bunch. daylight come man be 1 go. home. 6 foot. 7 foot. 8 foot. punch. They come
34: like come and be 1 go.
33: home. Day. He's a daylight come and 1 go. home. 6 a day a day 1 day, a day. A day. Daylight come and 1 Come, um, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. He like, come and me one go home. Come, um, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. He mm. like, come and me one go home. Day-oh, day like,
31: come and me one go home.
34: Be light, come and be
7: one Harry Belafonte had a lot of Calypso hits and uh, he was a true professional, Harry Belafonte. Play some more of him a little bit later on. A couple of groups sang so many songs about surfboards and cars. For instance, Jan and Dean sang a song about a bucket of tea.
31: I'm bucket
35: tea, bucket, tea. tea, bucket, tea, bucket, tea bucket, bucket bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket, bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket tea I was reading from the school Wanna rub it up, but I gotta get food. Cause
29: when I hit the road, I'll get my kids in the clutch and my and My bucket tee bucket tee My bucket tee bucket tea.
33: bucket the girls packet 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 packet
31: packet packet bucket packet packet bucket packet Bucket packet bucket bucket
29: bucket
7: Bucket tea, bucket tea, bucket, tea, bucket tea. Can you imagine how difficult it was to sing that song? <laughs> Alright, meanwhile while they were doing the bucket tea, the Beach Boys were doing their little deuce coop.
31: Daddy. and coming off the line when the light turns green. Dooscoop pulls him out of the water like you never see. Dooscoop's out of shape and it's hard to steer. Deuce. when I get rubbering all four gears. She's my little dooscoop. You don't know what I got. You don't know what I got. She's my little
29: dooscoop. You don't know.
7: Surfing and driving cars and uh, made out pretty good for the Beach Boys on Stu's lunchtime break at WICH, up to 59 degrees. Well, I don't know if they have my pillow. But they need a new one because there's a tear in their pillow. Little Anthony and the Imperials. known as Little Anthony in the Imperials, but actually he's almost six feet, so I don't know how he got that nickname. However, it didn't matter. They sure had a lot of hits. That's called Tears on My Pillow, which was probably their biggest hit. In case you're keeping score. Hey, we're just getting warmed up. We are going to have big-time fun on our lunchtime oldie hour. Going along with a good day. Right now it is up to Fifty-nine degrees. Maybe you want to take a kite out today. When's the last time you uh, went kite flying? Put the iPad down and go kite flying. Here we go. For all you youngsters out there listening to the Stu Breyer program. I like-
31: It's fun. See my kite, it's green and white Laughing Nothing in is its distant fly. All that's between us
36: is a little yellow string But we like each other more than anything And we run along together through the field behind my house And the little drops of rain caress her face and wash my blouse And we'd like to be a zillion miles away from everyone
31: Cause mom and dad and uncle build a real alive Kits are fun. Kits are fun. Kits are fun. Kits are fun. See my kite, it's green and white. Laughing, Laughing in its distant
35: flight. All that's between us is a little yellow string, like we like each other more than ever.
36: And the little drops of rain caress her face and watch my boss And we'd like to be a zillion miles away from everyone Cause
29: Mom and Dad and Uncle Bill don't realize I like Flying,
7: flying kites Last time I tried to fly a kite, there was no wind. Time I went in a sailboat, there was no wind. It was just fun to try. Fun. See go buy a, go fly up kite. When's the last time you flew a kite? When's the last time you used a yo yo? We need to bring those back. Well, people got so mad at Bob Dylan when he went electric and they wanted him to just sing folk songs all his life. Well, he does both now. Here's one of his electric songs: Like a Rolling Stone.
36: upon a time you dressed so fine do the bumps of dime in your prime Then you People call, say beware doll You're bound to fall, you thought they were all i kidding you You used to laugh about
7: whose real name is Robert Zimmerman, but we'll keep it at Bob Dylan for a while. What it would be like if he sang romantic songs? Did you ever think of that? What if Bob Dylan came out with an album of some of the great love songs of our time? Well, I was thinking about that, and I don't know if it would go over very well with his fans. I mean, he did go from folk music to electric music and, and all of that. We'll see if we can dig that out. The romantic album by Bob Dylan.
6: It's time for the annual New London County 4-H Camp Auction. The auction will be held this Friday, April 28th, and Saturday, April 29th at the New London County 4-H Camp in Franklin. The auction will begin at 5.30 both nights. Be sure to come early and enjoy some delicious food. Auctioneer Ernie Eldridge will be featuring new and gently used merchandise, collectibles, gift certificates, theme baskets, trips, and much more. All proceeds from this auction will go to support the New London County 4-H Camp. Show your support this Friday and Saturday at the New London County 4-H Camp Auction. The auction will begin promptly at 5.30. Donations are still being accepted. Call 889-5266. That's 889-5266 for more information or to make a donation. The New London County 4-H Camp is located on Cannes Road in Franklin. For directions, log on to my 4 hcamponlinecom That's my, the number 4, online.com. The phone number again, 889-5266. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson with a message about community banking. If you're
9: a business owner, have you considered banking locally? By doing so, you'll get the benefits of working with lenders who understand your market because they live and work in the same community you do. And because of this, decision-making can be done quickly and efficiently, making it easier for your business to get to work. By working together, communities can
2: thrive. We're glad to do our part. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal Housing Lender. At Hall Communications, we've helped thousands of local businesses be heard by their customers and potential customers with their radio commercials. Now we can help you be seen by your potential customers as well. Target your customers where they are with Hall Digital. We'll track them down in their home, their office, at your competitor's business, and send them your message. We can reach people that are looking to dine out or buy a car. Sales, line two. We send them an online ad for your business. We can even send them an ad when they're visiting your competition. They'll hear your ad on the radio and see your ad online with Hall Digital. At Hall Communications, we combine two of the most powerful marketing tools, radio and digital, to get you more customers and increase your sales and profits. To find out more, go to our station webpage and the Contact Us tab to get started. Radio, and digital. A great one-two punch for your business.
18: The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org.
7: And every day on our lunchtime oldies, we like to uh, put in a little country music. Something that was a really big country hit. And this was probably one of the first country crossover pop hits for Conway Twitty. He thought at the time it was only make-believe, but what a, what a career he had after this one.
32: People see us everywhere They think you really care But myself I can't deceive I know it's only make-believe Someday you'll care. My hopes and my dreams come true. My one and only you. No one. Life I'd give for you My heart, a wedding ring My all, my everything My heart, I can't control You rule my very Someday you care, my hopes, my dreams come true, my one and only you, no one will ever know how much I love you so.
7: Just pretend. Gonna have fun just pretending. That's uh, Conway Twitty. That's not his real name, though. No. Just <laughs> Does anybody have their real name? I think this is mine, but I'm not sure anymore. Anyway, here's a song by Carly Simon when she was married to James Taylor for a week or two. They did their version of a song called Mockingbird, which originally done by Inez Fox and then Carly and James said, we'll sing it too. It's an odd song when you think about it, but uh, you don't think about it too often. James Taylor and his then wife, Carly Simon, with the Mockingbird song. The bird's out. Look at this. We're up to 62 degrees. I think a lot warmer than we expected today. So let's get out and enjoy it. This song was uh, a song that should have been higher on the charts, but never made it that high. But I thought it was one of the better tunes out of the 60s. And uh, you may not have heard this in a long time. It's called Fortune Teller.
27: Fortune Teller. Fortune Teller. Fortune Teller.
31: Can you see what my future is going to
27: be? Can you see it all in your crystal ball? Have you got a dream for me, fortune teller, is she free, has she waited just for me,
32: you can
31: see it all in
27: your crystal
32: ball, tell me that it's meant to be. Just for me You can see it all in your crystal ball Tell me that it's meant to be
35: Tell her, will she stay close beside me all the
31: way? You have seen it all in your crystal ball, gotta find the dream you see, whoa, whoa.
7: teller, They always ask for the money first. Have you ever noticed that? You know, just in case there is no fortune. There's a group called The Fortunes. They were fortunate to record this one. I see that
35: worried look upon your face. Troubles, I've got mine. She's found somebody else to take your place. You've got your troubles, I've got mine. I seem to I you, seem my friend, that I ain't got night. no pity for you. Well, oh, I ain't trouble You see, I lost, lost my, lost my, lost my little girl, too. I'd help another place another time. You got your troubles, I've got mine. You got your troubles, I've got mine.
7: W I C H with Stu, that's from 1965. Harry Belafonte, we're paying tribute to Harry Belafonte today, finding out at the age of 96. He has passed away, I believe the word came out this morning. Here's one of his novelty Calypso songs, you may remember.
33: I say, let us put man and a woman together to find out which one is smarter. <laughs> Some say men, but I say no. The women, but the men, the, they should know, not me. the people, they say that the men are leading the women astray, but I say, that we mean of today, smarter than the man in every way. That's right, the woman is uh, smarter. That's right, the woman is uh, smarter. That's right, the woman is uh, smarter. That's right, that's right. Ah, ever since the world began, woman was always teaching man. How she's smarter than me and not me But they say that the men are leading the women astray But I say that the women of today Smarter than the men in every way Samson was the strongest man long ago No one could have beat him, as we all know Until he clashed with Delilah on top of the bed hey she told him all the strength was in the hair of his head and at me. But the people they say that we men are leading the women astray. But I say that the women of today smarter than the man in every way. That's right. The woman is oh, smart. Now. That's right. The woman is oh, smart. Now. That's right. The woman is oh, smart. Now. That's right. That's right. right. Hey, you meet a girl at a pretty dance Thinking that you would stand a chance Take a ho- You find her husband home, not me But the people they say That the men are leading the women astray But I say that the women of today Smarter than the man in every way Is that right? <laughs> Harry Not Belafonte, you can
7: discuss you that like? at the dinner table tonight. I'm staying out of that one. It's 12:45. Uh, temperature at 61 degrees. Let's talk a little bit about Harry Belafonte. He died at the age of 96 today. He was a singer, an actor, and an activist in the 1950s when segregation was still widespread. His accent to the upper echelon of show business was historic. But his primary focus was civil rights. He stormed the pop charts with smashed and smashed racial barriers in the 50s with his highly personal brand of folk music, Calypso, and went on to become a major force in the civil rights movement. Harry Belafonte, one of the best-known celebrities through the years. What a career he had. He found folk music, he found Calypso music, and he just had one of the great singing voices of all time. Then he got into films in the 1960s. Mr. Poitier became a major box office attraction. Mr. Belafonte made no movies at all. Hollywood, he said, was not interested in the socially conscious films that he wanted to make, and he was not interested in the roles he was offered. He did, however, become a familiar presence and an occasional source of controversy on television. He had a special call tonight with Belafonte, won an Emmy in 1960, a first for a black performer, but a deal to do five more specials for that show's sponsor, the cosmetics company Revlon, fell apart after one was broadcast, according to Mr. Belafonte. So we went through the whole gamut with the uh, racial issue and uh, the ups and downs of show business, and he was definitely a voice to be heard. Harry returned to film as both producer and co-star with a zero-mostel, The Angel Levine, 1970, based on a story by Bernard Mullenud. The project had a socio-political edge. His foundation hired 15 black and Hispanic apprentices to learn filmmaking by working on The Crew. He appeared on screen only sporadically after that, most notably as a gangster in Mr. Altman's Kansas City, for which Mr. Belafonte won a New York Film Critics Circle Award. His final film role was in a Spike League movie called Black Klansman in 2018. Harry gave a lot of concerts. One of his biggest ones was the one in Carnegie Hall, which sold millions of albums. He helped organize a cultural boycott of South Africa, as well as the live aid concert and the all-star recording of We Are the World, both of which raised money to fight famine in Africa. Never shy about expressing his opinion, he became increasingly outspoken during the George Bush administration. 2002, he accused Secretary of State Colin Powell as abandoning his principles to come into the house of the master. Four years later, he called Mr. Bush the greatest terrorist in the world, so he really got knee-deep in politics. But he's remembered mostly for his creative ability, his ability to sing all kinds of music and bring all kinds of joy to lots of people and to have the guts to speak up about so many issues in the country. Here's a real gentle song by Harry Belafonte as we salute him today. This is Jamaica Farewell.
34: Many a day, my heart is down, my head is turning around. I had to leave a little girl in Kingston
7: Town. What a great voice, huh? Voice of Harry Belafonte. We're saluting him a little bit today on our lunchtime oldie show for the, the wonderful songs that he brought to us through the years that we enjoyed. Kind of feel like playing. Uh, island music when you hear Harry Belafonte some good island music songs maybe we can squeeze in another one see if we can get to that in just a bit at WYCH next hour anything goes we have a guest for a few minutes I think you'll find fascinating in the meantime stay tuned for that and uh, lots of other things on our program right up until 2 o'clock
18: Southeastern Connecticut. Are you ready for a deal? A real deal? If so, it's time to take
4: a ride to Falvey's Motors, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Jeep Celebration Event and Ram Truck Month. The month of April will be a month to remember. Find your new car or truck while
18: trade-in values continue to be at an all-time high. Stop into Falvey's. We'll find your trade-in value money that can be used towards your new vehicle. Are you looking to purchase a new Ram or a new Jeep Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, second or third row? Renegade or Compass? We're confident we can help you find the vehicle of your dreams with a stress-free car buying experience. We continue to have ground stock inventory arriving daily. Get to Falvey's located on Route 32 in Norwich right down the street from Mohegan Sun or visit us online 24-7 at falvey's.com.
33: This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications at
2: factory invoice.
29: Falvey's, you're gonna love it.
2: Hall Communications, we've helped thousands of local businesses be heard by their customers and potential customers with their radio commercials. Now we can help you be seen by your potential customers as well. Target your customers where they are with Hall Digital. We'll track them down they their home their office at your competitor's business and send them your message we can reach people that are looking to dine out or buy a car sales line two. We send them an online ad for your business we can even send them an ad when they're visiting your competition they'll hear your ad on the radio and see your ad online with hall digital at hall communications we combine two of the most powerful marketing tools radio and digital to get you more customers and increase your sales and profits To find out more, go to our station webpage and the Contact Us tab to get started. Radio and digital. A great one-two punch for your business.
7: Here's a great name for a group, huh? They call themselves the Jive Five. That speaks for itself. Crowd, crowd. That they sing truthful songs. This is called My True Story. the story ladies and gentlemen the Jive 5 WICH with Sue, we're going to close out with a sing-along by Harry Belafonte so I hope you will sing along particularly with the chorus because just about everybody knows the chorus to this song here's one of Harry Belafonte's biggest hits
33: Hey. hey Ah, Hilda Ah tilda. she take me money and run very sway huh? Once again Ah Hilda Ah Hilda I feel that you get me money and run Venezuela. waiting for your dollars spends a lost For money to sell me cat and horse Hey, yeah I feel you get me money and run Venezuela. Yep, everybody. I feel that you get me Once again uh. Matilda Climb on the corner Ma-tilda, Matilda Sing up the call Matilda She made me money And run and he's way Well the money was to buy me house and land Then she got a serious plan hey, uh. Matilda She made me money And run and he's way Fuck, he'll die. Fuck, he'll die. Fuck, he'll die. He made me money and run and he's made up. Well, the money was just inside me bed. Stop up in my pillow, beneath me head. Don't you know? But you let me money. Everybody. Fuck, he'll die. Fuck, he We mean
1: over 40
29: You're not singing
1: Everybody.
33: never to love again All me money torn in vain Matilda, she take me money and run Everybody, Matilda Matilda Matilda, she take me money and run very Sing a little softer Matilda Matilda
7: All right, that's the famous Matilda song and the great Harry Belafonte. Got a news break of an interesting gentleman we're going to chat with for a little while on Personality Radio, WFM, 1310 AM, 94.5 FM, W233 DB in Norwich
3: breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden formally entering the 2024 presidential contest. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports.
0: At the age of 80, Joe Biden is throwing his hat in the ring one more time. This is
2: not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election.
0: In the campaign video, he frames the 2024 election as a battle over fundamental liberties. The president says personal freedom is sacred, referring to abortion rights and same-sex marriage. And he asks voters to help him finish the job. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at
3: townhall.com, addressing a U.N. briefing in Geneva. Spokeswoman
0: Olga Serrato
3: says Chad, South Sudan and Egypt. Are the main countries where Sudanese refugees are heading at this time.
26: The most significant cross border movements in the region
37: have uh, been of Sudanese fleeing to Chad and South Sudanese refugees returning to
16: South Sudan. While we have also received reports of people starting to arrive in Egypt, exact numbers are not available at this point.
3: The warning comes despite a tenuous ceasefire between Sudan's two warring generals and fears for the embattled African country. Serrano did say at least 24,000 Sudanese have fled the country. North Dakota Republican Governor Doug Burgum has signed legislation banning abortion in almost all cases. The new law prohibits all abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. Before then, only women or girls subject to rape, incest, or who are suffering from narrowly defined medical emergencies would be allowed to end their pregnancies. After six weeks, even those exceptions disappear. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 179 points, the NASDAQ losing 146. More at townhall.com.
18: Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempted to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401k, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000.
3: On the International Front, German authorities have detained a Syrian man on suspicion of planning to carry out an explosives attack motivated by Islamic extremism. Correspondent Charles Deladesma reports.
30: Federal police say officers detained the 28-year-old man in the northern city of Hamburg. Investigators add the man's suspected of trying to obtain substances online. that would have allowed him to manufacture an explosive belt in order, they say, to carry out an attack against civilian targets. Police say the suspect was encouraged and supported in his action by his 24-year-old brother, who lives in the southern German town of Kempton. The men, whose names haven't been released, are described as being motivated by radical Islamist and jihadist views. I'm Charles Dullesma.
3: Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Major central banks are standing down from their offer of daily emergency dollar loans to banks. The offer was a crisis step launched after the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank in the U.S. fed fears about the stability of the global financial system. The European Central Bank says it and other central banks found that pressure on banks' cash needs has eased and the crisis credits were not being used much lately. The daily dollar credit window launched March 19th, just days after Silicon Valley Bank failed, and the same day the Swiss government announced that UBS would be taking over faltering rival bank credit Suisse. Jeremy House reporting. General Motors in South Korea's Samsung will invest more than $3 billion in building a new electric vehicle battery cell plant in the United States, but they're not announcing the location at this time. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer.
7: Hey, it's a pleasure on my program. A gentleman who's done so many things, uh, certainly uh, grew up in Norwich. Wilfred Zanagbe is on the line. Wilford, welcome to the program.
37: Well, it's a delight to be here. <laughs> you have no idea.
7: Well, that's great. I was reading a lot about you, and I thought, man, this guy is worthy to... Have a little segment on our program. You're kind of a, a legacy around these areas. You've been a writer, you've been a pirate, a poet, upon a oh, that's another song. You've been just about everything. So, uh, and it looks like you've done all of them very well. A lot of your things that you've done are for the veterans. Tell us a little bit about that.
37: Well, we we tried to start up a uh, well. First of all, we had our own TV show. Let's Help a Vet, and we ran that for five years. And in the meantime, we tried to start up an organization to build a casino for the veterans and we wanted to take the old plainfield dog track. We met him and uh, he was you know was a very wealthy man and he wanted to do something with the dog track. Well, that failed so we went for the bingo hall business and uh, the commissioner said, okay, you guys got the green light so boy, we turned two. We had 18 men working up there at the dog track, cleaning it up, getting ready for a bingo and uh, one week to go and Commissioner calls and says, no, you guys can't, can't have a bingo hall. So that hurt, and the kind of organization kind of fell apart after that.
7: Certainly was a good idea. Yeah. It kind of brings a lot of money. But you did that TV show called Let's Help a Vet. How'd that work out?
37: Well, that was good. Like said, we were on for five years. We met just a, uh, a lot of people in Norwich, key people, Tom LaFreniere, Walter Way. I could go on and on. But I mention their names because they're legends in themselves. And I'm going on 83, so I'm not as active as I used to be.
7: No, well, you're just getting warmed up.
37: For <laughs> I think <it>. you're right.
7: <laughs> so, vets, um, we're always trying to help the vets. Do you think we've seen much improvement through the years? I know that you're on top of those things.
37: Well, to be honest we do. they've made it more difficult. Uh, I could cite a case, but I won't go into that over the airway because uh it involves a lot of people and even to this day what they do is they'll sign a law into a effect and uh next thing you know they throw all this bureaucratic paperwork at you and you know and and, and it's a struggle to get through the paperwork and a lot of fellas
17: uh, you know get
37: turned off by that. And this has come on we, we brought this on at the highest levels, uh just matter of fact in the last several months. For example, uh women, you know, women serve in the military and they have to go to a male consular, and that question came up before the commissioner here, whatever his title was. But he was, you know, with the state. Why don't we have women in, you know, women consulars, women intake uh, officers, so to speak? You know
0: mm-hmm. what I mean?
37: And that's where it was at. So yes, there's still problems out there. And let it go at that. As
7: <laughs> far so the VA hospitals, uh, improving there? You feel?
37: Oh, I don't know. I've only been to the do new clinic down there in New London, and uh, I was a little bit disappointed. Uh, well, first time I ever encountered a... Uh, <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous, but gee whiz, our tax dollars paid for it. You better know the secret combination to use the restroom, oh. or you don't get in. Or <laughs> well, you have to go through the secretary to get the secret combination so you could use the restroom.
7: <laughs> well, you better get it ahead of time. It's going to be a panic <laughs> Panic at the door there, Wilfred. What's that? Yeah, it's, it's a good thing to have. Or there'll be panic at the door.
37: Yes, there's <laughs> little things, details. And hmm. I just uh, mention, I don't know how much time we've got, but uh, uh, there's one thing I want to bring to your attention it's detail. And I've written three books, and I'm on, kind of pushing all of them.
7: Sure, go ahead. The
37: first one was a deployment, was by a first Navy deployment, and I I, I, I suffered from PTSD, and some of the drama comes back to me over the years. I flew as an air crewman uh, on the P2V-7 Neptune patrol bomber, and we were in the so-called Cold War. We weren't armed, but we were doing intelligence gathering, which means we poke it around, we call it. And when you get shot at, and you know what flak looks like, you see the old movies with the explosions going off. I know what it sounds like. I've seen it. We've experienced it. And let me tell you, we did not expect that. Like I said, we're always flying around unarmed. And the recent story they had where the the, uh, drone got buzzed by the Russian jet and brought our drone down. And the reason we showed that before the world is the Russians come out and say we well, didn't do that, but well, we showed the picture.
29: Mm-hmm.
37: And if you saw it, how crystal clear it was, and the operator on the ground saw that jet coming, and he, you know, he turned the camera around to film it, you know, and he captured it all on film, and they showed that to the, you know, on the TV. And that was incredible, because the Russians, you know, they do that. They'll just say, "We well, didn't do that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they no lie, prove or disprove, you know.
7: Like they never lie, right? Right. Yeah, yeah.
37: But uh, the clarity of that uh, pictures, you know, was incredible, and that brought back the time that, you know, like I said, we got shot at, and we couldn't talk about it. And what is it, a year or two later, there came the Cuban Missile Crisis, where this country came to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, full nuclear war that was threatened, and that would have been Holocaust for everybody. Thank God it didn't happen. So
7: we all got pretty stressed out about that one. I'm sure I well, was. Uh, a lot of
37: us, you know, I
7: was watching it very closely, as you were. Post traumatic stress syndrome. All these years, you still get it periodically, and you get flashbacks. Is that it?
37: What's a great while, yeah. Hmm. I'm uh, pretty much overcome it but still, you know, it's 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 there. Anyhow, uh, getting away from that, uh, I've decided to since I'm by myself now uh, to. Cash in my chips, as I call it, and what I've done now, besides writing the three books I mentioned, I was going to say them. but One was deployment; that was the first one. The second one was the Zinavage Legacy, Zinavage Legacy, and that has to do with our family and how a poor farming uh, uh, farm, you know, children mm-hmm. went and joined the military, and, and they became famous uh, in their own way. For example. Uh, one of my uncles, is a picture of him. It's shown to this day in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York of D-Day. He was one of the first soldiers on shore on D-Day, and they got a picture of him, and he identified two other men, in the famous picture there, the, looked, there were the railroad ties, but they looked like big Xs and the guys hiding behind them. And that was taken by Robert Kappa, and Robert Kappa was a famous World War II photographer, and his photos are on display to this day. But he's, my uncle was in that picture, so I put that in my book. Mm-hmm. I had another uncle that would uh, start out as an enlisted pilot, and he got involved with the search for Amelia Earhart. I was going back a lot of times, a long time ago. And he was an enlisted pilot, and he was so good at it that Admiral Halsey wanted a pilot. He says, I want you to be my personal pilot to fly around during the war. And he says, it was his little problem. Now, my uncle was an E-6, and he says, From now on, you're a Lieutenant J.G., and you're going to be my lead pilot. And he did that during the war, and all his documents or what he, you know, official records are in the Pensacola Air Museum down there. So the third uncle was an inventor, and he wanted to be a pilot like his older brother, and he went through, you know, he completed all the training, except at the last minute they're taxiing in, he dropped something in the cockpit. And, well, it ended up, the guy in front of him stopped, and he wasn't supposed to stop, but his, his well, uh, the aircraft, my uncle was piloting the fighter.
24: <laughs>
37: his propeller chewed up the tail of the other aircraft.
29: Uh-oh.
37: Yeah. <laughs> well, he got sent to the war zone, and people have never heard of the island of Ioshima, I-E-S-H-I-M-A, and for years there was these pictures in the attic, and I didn't know what they meant. I thought it was jungle in the background. and I had them blown up. And dog, I know were men. I said, What the heck? This is a tiny little island, there's 80,000 men on it. And it was a picture of a bomber, a couple of bombers, which I recognized as Japanese Betty bombers, but they were painted white and they had a green cross on them. And I know this is going back, but John Tolan was America's prolific writer, but he didn't get worldwide famous because he married a Japanese interpreter. At the time during the war, that was not very popular. Sure. But he wrote a book about, uh, you know, the the surrender, and and it was just amazing. So it tied the story together. But getting on to the last book I wrote called Challenges, it's a book about the North State Hospital and what happened, you know, a little bit about what happened after it shut down. And as much as I hate to say this, and I will say it over the air. A lot of people don't like to go downtown anymore, and because the—I don't know how to describe it, Stu. I know you've been around a long time. I think you know what I'm talking about. It—you know—it was once the Rose of New England. Am I right or wrong?
7: Yeah, we're trying to keep it that way and and move ahead. But I know what you're talking about. Particularly after the hospital closed, there were people that just didn't know where to go.
37: Yes, they didn't provide. You know, well, they did know. They did have a place to go, but. Even the social services moved out.
29: Mm-hmm.
37: You know, they didn't want to handle it. They moved away. They moved to uh, Uncle Son of Things, and now I understand they moved up on the other side of the city there, West Main Street somewhere. You know, and these people couldn't get to these places. They didn't have transportation. That's the other question, too. Uh, I mean, the other situation.
7: Wilfred, and, your books sound your books sound very interesting. Are they available locally, or where can well, people get them? Well, I hope
37: they them? are. They're on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. Mm-hmm. Listen, I want to say something about you for the many years. How many years have you got to announce announcer now?
7: Fifty-two, but it only seems like 50.
37: Well, i got to tell you, I don't, you're, you're, you're listened to by a lot of people, and mostly old-timers, and I'll tell you why. And I'm saying this for the benefit of any young listeners out there. If anything happens to our systems, as we know it today, the list cell phones and the TVs and... You know, all the electronic gadgetry we have. There's always the battery-operated radio. You know what I mean?
7: Thank God for that. Yeah. yeah. You, uh,
37: you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and I know that most of the radio stations usually have a generator backup, so they can be transmitting while no one else has got power, but it's no good unless you've got a radio to listen to, and that's the first thing I turn to if we ever lose power out here. You know? And, yeah. That's, and uh... People don't think about detail like that. <clears throat>
7: can be a very important vehicle on some very tough times but Wilfred, um you also are a songwriter is that correct
37: yeah we wrote three songs we got them copyrighted that's about it my wife and i used to play them once in a while out on you know on the circuit but not we didn't you know push it that hard
7: what kind of songs are they
37: uh well the first one was uh, (laughs) i play a mean harmonica by the way Mm -hmm. and uh I got to babysit my granddaughter, and she was, you know, just a, ch- a child, baby, and she started crying, and of course, Mama left and left me in charge, and I couldn't get her quiet, <laughs> so I whipped out my harmonica, and I started playing, and she started screaming even louder. I said, oh, that ain't right. <laughs> so uh, It's not a good sign. <laughs> well, well uh, I says, well, I know it's different, you know, so I... I changed the melody And I finally got the right combination And then she quieted right down ah. And I just kept going and, You know, with the same rhythm Or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. And it taught me something You know And music is an international language A body responds to music And, you know And it just led me into thinking All these different things So I I, I never forgot this song I got you know I, I don't have my harmonic with me now But, you know it's just fascinating to me to see the effect that music has on people.
7: Absolutely. And the other
37: song I wrote, uh, the wife and I did that, is called The the Humbug Song. Huh. The old expression, this is a Christmas song, Bah Humbug. Yep. We call it The Humbug Song.
7: I'd <laughs> love to hear some of those.
37: And then uh, I named one after my wife, and she liked it. It's just a melody, no words to that one. Okay, well, there's what? words to it, but they're all copyrighted. So I don't know how to... I don't have the money to sort of, you know, advertise these facts. So I appreciate you letting me speak.
7: Are you a singer yourself? Can you... Do you have a good singing voice?
37: Well, I used to.
7: (laughs) Because, you know, sometimes i like you to sing one just off the cuff on my show.
37: Oh. Well... (laughs) <laughs> it's been a long time since I've done that. Mm-hmm. But uh, nothing like singing in a choir, though. I did that at Great Lakes. And uh, boy, I was not hearing 80 or 100 guys. I mean, it was incredible. The, 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 I never knew churches were designed for the choir, so to speak. You know, people don't realize, you know. But the way the sound carries inside the church, and same way with auditoriums and theaters, minor details.
7: So you've also been. I want the folks to know, vice president of the Norwich Area Veterans Council.
37: So yeah, you've been, and uh, uh, I acted as the president when the uh, president was gone. I'd, I generated. Uh, I didn't generate it. One of the fellows generated a symbol for it, and I gave a twenty-five. Acting as the president, and I gave a twenty-five-dollar bond for his idea, and it became the first uh, symbol for the Norwich Area Veterans Council since the Civil War. And they change it since. I know the man's in charge now, John Wagner. I'll mention his name. He's a good man. Oh,
7: John! Yeah, we know John.
37: Yeah, he's a good man. He's
7: got the big uh, Vietnam uh, veteran gathering coming up, I think, this weekend.
37: Oh, is it this weekend? I believe so. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Anyway, you know, we we know a lot of people. <laughs> but, so what I'm just saying by cashing in my chips. The other thing, I'm just <clears throat> a couple of things I'm pushing now, and I know they're going to sound way out there, but. Hmm. Uh, What always disturbed me as flying as an operator, uh, avionics, I flew radar position, I used to guide our aircraft through storms sometimes, is that I figured out a way to tame, you know, calm down a tornado. In other words, take the energy out of it and, you know, save lives and all that other stuff. And I've got a patent pending on the device and I bet you're wondering what it is.
7: I sure am, and this has really caught my attention when you sent me that email. I, I said, i got to ask uh, <laughs> Wilfred about this. Okay. Something,
37: well, uh, Go ahead. A lot of people have washers and dryers if they have their own homes, and they dry their clothes, right?
7: Hopefully, yeah.
37: Yeah. And uh, the first problem they had when they first come out with their dryer, you put clothes in there and they got dry. You took them out, and they were filled with static. Mm-hmm. So an outfit came along and invented a little sheet that takes the static out of the, you know, the dryer. Well, okay, use your imagination now. We sit on a planet that rotates, and if you ever go and fishing early in the morning, if the conditions are just right, you see little tornadoes forming on the surface of the water as it goes towards the sun. The, the, the moisture is lifted up towards the sun. It sets up little, vorti- uh, you know, vertical tornadoes, miniature tornadoes, they're called, and they form clouds. They break down to this point where the, if there's no moisture in there, they, they still go up until they once again coalesce and they form a cloud. You get up in the morning, everybody checks the sky. You, know, you look at the sky, oh, it's cloudy. Well, it's nice, fair clouds, white clouds. But if they get darker, you say, whoops, it looks like we're going to have a storm. And the darker they get, the more severe the storm. Mm-hmm. And you can see that on today's radars where they, you know, they fire up the radars and say, here's the front and all this and that. And then down here in the red zone, They say this is where the tornadoes may form, and they supposedly send out warnings to the people to take shelter and all that. Well, what that red zone shows is where all that energy is. And if you see a thunderstorm, you get lightning along with a thunderstorm. What is lightning? Lightning is nothing more than the discharge of all this built-up energy from one point to another. In other words, that energy has to occur. We need to have that exchange occur. But what happens when it overloads? When there's so much moisture and there's so much electricity in there, it builds up weight, and it has to come down. And when it comes down, it starts to spiral, and we have tornadoes.
7: So, with what you're uh, developing and your patent pending,
37: uh, is how- a simple anti-static bounce sheet. I'll call it a bounce sheet. That's mm-hmm. the product name, bounce they invented it it's formula secret i could care less it does what what i want it to do is to take the energy out of that tornado now you've got to understand we got to have the exchange of energy between the earth and the atmosphere Okay. i'm not controlling weather. i want to make that perfectly clear all i want to do is tame it down a little bit calm it down and whether i'm sure it'll, you know in a larger scale you got like hurricanes or something you might just reduce them to just you know Mild, mild storms, you know.
7: So, so let me, let me. I'm forming this in my mind, we, we, we would um, protect ourselves and our home by having some material or we yeah, have you, to...
37: Yeah, you know what about sheets are, the same dryer sheets you put in the dryer. Mm-hmm. Take a couple boxes of them. And I figured it out, it may take two or three boxes of just sheets. There's a hundred sheet to a box and it's a small box. You know, and and I could get into mathematics, I won't get into that, but anyway, keep it simple is that you know, you can see it on your radar. You'll watch the you can actually see the storm dissipating, changing color. I want people the radar operators to see it and I want the pilots to be able to see it. You know. It, it it's I got it all in my mind and you know, it's simple. In case you're wondering, it started out years ago. And I talked to one of the top scientists in America. That was back in the day when you got to talk to people, Mm -hmm. like I'm talking to you. And I explained it to him. And he says, you know, he says, I'm retiring next week, and I've got 29 years in this field as a scientist. He says, no one's ever explained it to me the way you have. And it all makes sense. It's all logical. And everything is based on simple logic.
7: So if there's a prediction of a tornado, we would have that all around our house? and we wouldn't get hit as bad as we would have?
37: Well, I'm I'm thinking along the line, if the cloud forms, you drop something into that cloud mm-hmm. so the funnel doesn't form. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. discharge that energy in the cloud before it hits the earth. And you can do it by drones if you don't want to. We've flown through the storms, I'll tell you that, through thunderstorms, and they're no fun at all, okay? And so that's why I said, well, there's another story behind that, too. But at any rate, the the point is that if we could tame it down, that's all.
7: Well, that would be a wonderful thing, and so now, if you
37: put it on the ground, that that something has to hit the ground to lift it up of you know, the winds. But you got rotating winds, and that you do, you want to get rid of that rotating wind. Now, Whether you just lay them out there, I don't know if it'll work or not. But you have to you have to get out in front of that storm, and I don't want to get in front of those winds. And then, but they do have tornado chasers. I know that they go up there, you know, but. The, the, there's ways that you can uh, deliver the uh, sheets, just dryer sheets, simple dryer sheets. But I added something to the dryer sheets so uh, the electronic devices could pick it up. let you, know, you know verify what I'm doing or saying or mm-hmm. trying to do.
7: Wilfred, I think a listener wants to talk to you. I'm just going to try it out here. Hi, W I C H. Okay. Hi, W I C H. Okay, we lost somebody there. You are such an interesting guy, so where do we stand with this uh, situation, taming of tornadoes? Well, uh, I don't
19: what? know. I,
37: that's why I'm so glad that you called me, because I've got to get the word out there. I tried calling the patent office, and they gave me a number to call, and I called, and they never called me back. But they get hundreds of patents, and I'm hoping Oh, my goodness, that. yeah. You know, somebody says, hey, there's something to this. Maybe we should look at it, you know, and make me an offer I can't refuse, and hopefully it'll be introduced into the world, and I can show them how to do it. It's It's... The big. The big thing is, I can practically do it by myself. But I, I I'll need help. Uh, I, I, I think I got a card of a fella around here that operates drones. We can load up a drone with this, and you know, and drop them into a storm. You know, in front of the storm, so to speak. So the drone isn't lost in the twirl of the spinning winds here.
7: What's that television show where they're looking for people to bring their inventions?
37: i don't
7: i never heard of it i'm trying to remember it, but uh, they they listen to all kinds of people with their ideas and inventions uh let me just try this call here w i c h hi yes,
11: hello. did you get could you get that number for me so i could call them uh, them up thank you
7: yeah, okay um, yeah sorry that was something else um, so listen i am learning about you you you're always on the go, so it seems like you're always working on something.
37: Well, I'm trying to. Yeah. It's not easy to do when you're by yourself.
7: <laughs> do you have a, kids? Do you have kids? Uh,
37: yeah, I've well, got a son, but he's, he's tough and independent. He's done his thing too, but he doesn't want any credit for it.
7: <clears throat>
37: and I, I don't want to get into what he's doing, but uh, he's doing wonderful things, incredible no, things.
7: Certainly, we all appreciate you serving uh, our country.
37: Well thank you for that. Yeah, that's,
7: that's a wonderful thing and
37: uh Well it was wonderful because I got Stu, I got to be one of the first we call it P three C in flight technicians. We had our mission was to we were hand picked, eighteen of us, all experts in the field of avionics. And why they picked me I don't know but because I I think outside the box is the reason. And we went to school and <laughs> it was funny. Uh, I may I became legend, because the second day in our class, I put my hand up and said, what are you talking about?
29: Mm-hmm.
37: <laughs> and everybody just suddenly shocked, but we had a very wise instructor, because suddenly he realized we were old school, and we didn't know a doggone thing about uh, computers. We had to learn the language. It set the whole project back a whole week. <laughs> so... Then re, they re, the instructor, like I said, was wise, and he reported to his superior and said, "Yeah, we've got a problem. We got to. These guys have got to know what we're talking about." Well, we had now his his how far out ahead the military was, and I think I can talk about it. We had two objectives to our mission. One was to get acquainted with the new computerized airplane and know the system, and be able to fix it in flight. Okay, and. That was the first, that was our main job, is to repair the avionics in flight if something goes wrong. And the second reason, which was kept classified, and I'm going to go out and say it publicly now, is that, you know, all these space shots we've had with the astronauts and or you know, the male and female, they're all either doctors, professional pilots, you know, test pilots. They have incredible credentials. Am I right or wrong?
7: I would hope so, right?
37: Yeah. Well, they wanted to see if they could take a feller, like a plumber or a carpenter, you know, that's, you know, they're experts in their field, whatever they are, you know, carpenters, plumbers, and see if they could handle space, if they could do things, you know, for the crew, so to speak. And believe it or not, Elon Musk, just a few days ago, launched that big rocket rocket up there, the world's largest ever rocket ever launched. And they're ecstatic because it got off the ground.
7: (laughs) That's right. Even though it wasn't completely successful, it was a start, I guess. It
37: got off the ground. It's just like inventing their first automobile. If you ever read history, you see the comments made about automobiles. What? That thing doing 25 miles an hour? Man, it'll go crazy. It'll scramble his brains. (laughs)
7: Wilford, what do you think of the, and we hear a lot about this uh, recently, of the little things that are flying. Well, they look little, but they're way up there. People say, are they from another planet? What is it? They just cannot determine what it is. Well, uh. What do you think of it? I mean, they've got pictures of it, and it moves a certain way that uh, a lot of the scientists say we don't know how it does that.
37: Well, again, now I'm not a history buff, but I am fascinated by things that happen before our very eyes. Now, you stay with me on this one you asked and i'll tell you i think there is something out there that's watching us okay and they were here nineteen forty seven after the nuclear bombs went off and one of the sauces crashed in roswell very famous and all that and then there were people you know supposedly tangled with flying sources you know they told the stories and uh, you know So, yeah, there's there's probably other life out there, and we're now reaching out, and I think they're starting to watch us because that rocket that went up is the real first step of getting heavy equipment out there. other words, if we build a colony on Mars, you're going to need your plumbers, you're going to need your carpenters.
7: Oh, my goodness.
37: You see what I'm saying?
7: But don't call them on the weekend. They're very expensive.
37: (laughs) Yeah.
7: But, yeah, wow.
29: You Uh, know what I'm
37: saying? mm Mm-hmm. And... And that's why I think getting back to taming tornadoes and doing the stuff, I'm suggesting that that's why it's not going to be picked up too rapidly, because you've got to think of the, as we like to say in our capitalistic society, of the economical impact on the, you know, how many people are you going to put out of jobs if we don't have destroyed homes? and you know. But that's not the point. The point is you want to save lives, and, and you want to prevent that destruction from occurring. And if you can figure out how to harness that energy, which... I'm afraid Nikola Tesla, and his, some of his stuff is still classified that he pulled years ago, but he, he built a an, uh, tower down there on Long Island that would transmit electricity that people could get for free. And now I think if you s- notice on TV somewhere, or not on TV, but on Facebook, somebody's advertising free energy. I think Elon Musk is saying, buying this little gadget, it'll cut down the electric bill.
7: Well, I, guess I he- don't know didn't become the second richest person in the world, so he must be doing something right. Yeah, yeah. So, Wilfred, uh, you're an interesting guy. I mean, we could talk for hours. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you do much online? Do you have a, an email where people can yeah, get in touch with you? Yeah, my email is
37: wzenavage, Z as in zebra, I-N-A, V as in victory, A-G-E, zenavage, wzenavage at AOL.com. Now, I have to warn people, I am not a slave to my laptop mm-hmm. nor to my cell phone I do not like invasive devices and they snuck that one over the American people when the uh, after 20 uh, 2000 uh, you know nine eleven, two thousand and one, 2001 and in 2012 they completed uh, uh, a facility that could monitor 500 million conversations at once Five hundred million, and I saw this on a front page of a newspaper. One of the guys brought it to me at our meeting, and we looked at it and said, "Wow, 2012—that's when they started monitoring everybody." Yeah, well, hearing more
7: more more about it every day. Yeah, well,
37: it's, it's done through the cell phone. Every word we've spoken has been transmitted, and mm-hmm. you know, over the airway. That's everybody understands that. But your cell phone, your TV, any kind of other—you have a robot ro- uh, vacuum cleaner. Even your automobile They can track you They can hone in on you And I've seen movies now Where you see the bad guys They call somebody up And they throw their cell phone away
7: (laughs) Yes, that's right They don't want any evidence at all Um, I'm going to try the lines one more time here Yeah. WICH, you have a question for Wilfred
15: Yes Uh, A man after my own heart I understand everything That he is talking about And maybe to get his idea out there um, I know he said patent but you should get on coast to coast in the middle of the night with George Norrie because you will get promoted and that's all I would have to say
37: Okay. well thank you for that yeah
7: there's a lot of talk usually in the middle of the night which I miss the middle of the night stuff yeah. but uh, Wilfred but- it's, a, it's a pleasure speaking with you and uh, you are such an interesting guy and You've accomplished so much, but certainly serving your country has got to be tops on the well, list. I got another
37: one that'll beat all. I don't know how much time I got left, but listen, you deserve accolades for your many years of. As I said in the beginning, people don't realize the importance of radio, nor do. Uh, and the other favorite problem, just briefly, hydroelectricity. What happened to hydroelectricity? Come on, people. Never mind solar cells and and batteries in your house, and you know that's all good. But what happens when? The sun don't shine. Okay? Mm. 12 hours a day, approximately, the sun don't shine. Or, you know.
7: Sometimes more.
37: <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying. It's, sure. But uh, the main point I'm trying to make is the uh, solar panels are only, what, 30% efficient. And then you're generating new uh, hazardous waste. Hydroelectric is clean. 24-7 reliable energy. And if you don't think that's, effective or useful, then I take a look around Norwich and see all the factories that used to be built along the rivers. Why? Because it's called hydropower. They stuck a big old wheel in there. That wheel would turn. they turn that mechanical motion into machinery to produce things.
7: Well, I can't let you go without asking you, why do you think we don't use it?
37: Because uh it's, it's too big a project. And it costs too much, and they can't make much money off of something that's real, so darn reliable. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Okay. Well. When I was a selectman in the town of Sprague, I wanted to build a hydro plant behind the old Baltic dam that's been gave away, and you see the effects of that uh, to this day. Now, Norwich, interestingly enough, has three hydroelectric plants, and you can't learn anything about them because some of the information today is classified. Seriously. Mm-hmm you get it, you're going to get a letter from somebody saying, why do you need to know that, you know? That happened down here in Montville when one of the mayor, whatever his title was, they had a factory shut down there, and he wanted to turn that little stream into a hydroelectric plant. And they shut him down. And they shut me down. The CLMP shut me down. They didn't want to hear about that.
7: So it's all classified now.
37: Hmm? Well, you've got a nice hydroelectric plant right there in Occam. People see a little blocky building there. It's got a fish ladder next to it, you know, and that generates power since 1938, 24-7, sits there, very reliable. Now we're hooked up to the grid. They have power over the people. They can transfer and move uh, who gets power and who doesn't get power. You know, they, well, they got it all worked out. But I remember back in the day, one town to lose power if they had hydro, their power would still be on. The next city that was, you know, lose power, you know, they, that was it. They were without.
7: Well, Wilfred, I'm getting bit, beat, beat by the clock, and I, I thank you very much for joining us, and you're, you're an interesting guy, and maybe we'll chat again.
37: Okay, thank you, Stu. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
7: And number one, thank you for your service, sir. And you're welcome. Appreciate it. Right. Stu Breyer with your WICH. We'll be back in just a moment
3: with uh, Opened Lines. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. It's
19: voting time in the 2023 Best of the Best Reader's Choice Awards Contest. Brought to you by The Day. The nominations have been tallied and the top five nomination getters in each category have advanced to the voting round. Cast your votes daily in each category now through April 30th. The more you vote, the greater the chance your favorites have to win. View full contest details and vote now at theday.com slash best of. Remember, voting closes April 30th.
7: What an interesting guy. huh? We could talk to him for a long time. Uh, Wilford is uh, born and brought up in the Norwich area, served his country, worked with the vets. He's an inventor, a songwriter. Hi, welcome to the program.
17: Yeah, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. Still, one of the gentlemen a little, just uh, a little while back was talking about cell phones and computers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, this country has become very elderly unfriendly or disrespectful to the elderly with all these computers and uh, cell phones. Most elderly do not know how to handle a cell phone, don't know nothing about computers, but yet when you go to a doctor's office or this, check with your everything on the computer, on a computer, on a computer, uh, that, you know, that don't help out the elderly at all.
7: Well, you're absolutely right. There are more people that don't uh, do that kind of thing than people realize, and pretty soon they're going to try to make it 100%, but
17: well, it's down the fair. road, it's going to become 100%, that's for mm-hmm. sure. But, I mean, don't force it on the people today. <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> excuse me, General Motors in the past had a wonderful program when they had came out with OnStar. That was the best thing going. Uh, you had OnStar in on your car, you could press the button, they'd ask you the number, you give them the number, they'd dial it for you, and you could call. They've since done away with that because of the cell phone. Now, you can't make a, a phone call out of your car unless you have a cell phone in the car with you. And that was a big mistake.
7: All right, lot to think about. Thank you so much.
17: Okay, so thank you.
7: Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, you're on the air. Thank you. You're welcome.
11: Do you do you have that number that I asked you about?
7: Oh yeah, we that. announced it before, but I'll announce it again for you.
11: Okay, could this, you put it back on? For this me? is about the
7: Medicare thing, right?
11: Yes. Okay, it's one eight hundred. One eight hundred.
7: Nine nine four. What's the number? One 994
11: nine four. Five. No no. Five. Nine nine four. Five
7: nine four. No, if you turned your radio for a second and And then come back and and you'll be happy that's not the number, turn your radio down please, I will and then come back and you can hear me better a lot of people getting calls from Medicare and they're they're bogus calls and they're they're trying to rip you off and that's what this number is all about okay, gotta get the radio turned down it's not gonna work if we don't
11: no. Okay, so it's nine you, it's five nine four. You didn't
7: turn the radio down, dear.
11: And what's the other number?
7: No, it's not five nine four. It's oh. nine
11: nine four. Oh, what's the other number? No, it's not five nine four. It's five, nine,
17: nine, nine, You're gonna have to turn the radio nine, down nine, so you
7: can four. hear me. Five, nine, five, nine,
29: Hello? Are you listening to me? Oh dear. I don't really
7: have time to keep doing this.
11: Yes, I am listening to you.
7: But you didn't turn your radio down. All right, it's 994-9422. Got it? I'm
11: trying to.
7: Well, you can't hear me with the radio blasting. I'll tell you what. Listen to the radio. Hang up, listen to the radio, and I'll give the number, okay? All right? I'm sorry. I, I don't know what to do. I... I hope that she will uh, just turn the radio up now, and then I'll read the number. WYCH, welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi.
24: Um, I, the gentleman was talking about uh, a caller ago um, about seniors not using computers, but uh, I do access computers wherever I go. hmm um, the Rose City Senior Center does have a computer room.
7: Oh, yes. I mean, many of them and do, And when I course.
24: go, we do have pe- seniors there who use them every day or throughout the week or the month. Oh, of course, um, of course, yes. They always have some kind of tutor there, a volunteer tutor. Right now they have one that's twice a uh It's every week. I think it might be twice a week tuesdays and thursdays Mm -hmm. Um, but you have to call the rose city senior center to find out what those hours are they provide transportation um annual membership is 25 dollars a year i believe it's required to use the services there but they have a rec room with the walking machines and they have uh Knitting and crocheting. They have the computer room. You can, they have aerobics on chairs. You can sit on chairs. But I wanted to mention mostly the computer tutors.
29: It's um, a wonderful benefit
24: to the community. Up, it's one dollar one way.
7: Mm-hmm. Plus, you can learn there about computers as well, of course.
24: Yes. And mm-hmm. the phone number is eight six zero eight eight nine five nine.
7: 95960. Well, thank you Correct. for that reminder. It's a good. It's a good one. You're thank welcome. You.
24: Bye
7: bye. Oh, it's Senior Center, lovely people. It's a great place. As the song says, "Don't sit alone in your room. Come to the cabaret. Come to the Senior Center. You'll be welcome there. You can learn some computer things if you like, or not. There's so many other things you can do. Okay. So, for our listener who wanted to know that phone number, it's one eight hundred nine nine four nine four two two. One 9422 is the number that she was looking for. Hello, welcome to the program.
20: Hi, how are you? I'm okay, I think. How are What's you up? this afternoon? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. number one, I heard about the they're saying seniors don't Know anything about computers? No, they
7: don't. All, of course, there are some that don't, but there are some that are very good at it. Of course, like anything yes. else.
20: And and what they're doing is they're lumping everyone together. And in today's New London Day, there's an op-ed by Melinda Hanneberger from the Kansas City Star. Andrew Lester did not act. Didn't act alone. Even if he if only he shot Ralph Yarrow. And he's he's the 16-year-old kid that went to the wrong drawer trying to pick up his his brothers Mm
29: -hmm. who were
20: visiting friends. And what they they said in here is, oh, oh, he's the only one responsible for pulling the trigger. But according to his grandson, Lester had in recent years been quote-unquote radicalized by the highly profitable and paranoid fantasies spread by Fox News Oh yeah I read and I read that imbalance mm-hmm. and
7: Everybody likes to blame Fox News right It's amazing Right
20: You know so I listen to Fox News um they they talk about um what uh the, talk about like the racism um uh fear and paranoia Um, I can't find it Oh yeah, it It's Lester's sense that a black kid ringing his doorbell could only mean that an act of violence was about to occur, and so it did. Now, you know, number one, that's, you know, it's not necessarily true. I don't know why Mr. Lester felt the need to shoot whoever was at his door, but it was definitely an overreaction. Oh, my was God, you know, they're, they're talking here about the race, like everybody on Fox News is racist. No. Everybody on Fox News is describing the racism that is pervasive in this country, and it got worse you know, with um, Barack Obama, and it has gotten worse under um, President Biden. Um, everything is about race, or of course now about trans, but um Racism is killing this one. Racism is killing that one. Except when a black person kills a white person, um, like uh, during the insurrection when only one person was killed, and she happened to be Ashley Babbitt, was white, and the person that killed her was black. So God forbid we should never mention that. Let's be
7: honest with each Um, other. People uh, don't like Fox News, particularly if they're on the other side, because... They want to control the narrative, and Fox News gives balance, and that's why they'll go after them for anything.
20: I know, but this this set me off this morning when I read this. I was just, you know, it is not Fox News that does it. Fox News is bringing the information to the people about all of the the black on black crime. Yes, there's crimes where you know white people are racist and and hurt black people, I understand that.
7: Not as much... But it's not
20: as pervasive as they would have one believe. Listen, there were
7: 52 people shot in Chicago uh, last weekend, and uh, the president, you'll never hear him talk about that. It was black-on-black crime.
20: Right. But also, what was brought up last night, um, I don't know whether it was on Hannity or, or Ingram's show, Laura Ingram's show, but they talked about... Okay, so the, he's, um, the president's talked about this Ralph Yarrell case because it was a black kid that was in, you know, hurt. It wasn't, he wasn't killed by a white person. But never, like, there's another girl that drove into the wrong driveway and she was shot. That isn't going to be mentioned because they were both white. um he had the he had the um, protesters of the because of the six people killed in memphis but he did not have he has not talked to the families of them
7: no of course we
20: know it's one and one i mean front. if you
7: really follow the news deeply and people are certainly welcome to disagree with me it's pretty obvious what's going on it was from one of the first days that he got into office when he said the biggest threat is white supremacists that was the first thing on his mind so you, right away and you start to tear things apart. a
20: lot of his actions have shown him to be a white supremacist. Yeah. Hey, i got to run. Over, over the years, i got to run. So. Don't get
7: aggravated. Yeah, I anyway, run. I know. It's, All right, thank
20: I, you. I feel better now having shared this. All right, you thank know, you. Get it off my chest.
7: All right, so. I don't know if I feel better, but hi, welcome to the program. Hi there.
1: Yes, uh, good morning. Can you hear me?
7: Yes, sir, I can hear you
1: yes this is jr i haven't called in some time
7: oh good to hear from you jr what's up
1: i just wanted to speak a little bit about what that gentleman was talking about hydroelectric and so forth yes he
7: was interesting a little over my head with it but yes go ahead
1: i i don't believe that we even in this area understand there are quite a few hydroelectric smaller plants jewett city connecticut i don't know if they use it now but they used to supply enough power generated from hydroelectric mm-hmm. for the town of jewett city not not Griswold, just downtown i know that panema mills because i've seen these places panema mill had a beautiful setup not that old not well i mean over 20 years ago but and it was in perfect condition relatively new 20 years ago. I think it still exists there, but they don't use it. And there are many little places like that. Jewett City has another one that's over in the old mill.
7: So why don't they use it, junior They've got it. Why don't they use it?
1: Well, I know several people in the business. Uh, They they make the pumps Mm -hmm. and they repair the pumps for hydroelectric. And they've told me, right flat out, there's so many rulings from the government, they do not want you to use hydroelectric, period. Mm. And let me go a step further, Stu, because we need to be careful. We are being taken over. And what I mean by that is electric. Electric vehicles, it's a cool idea. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I have a gasoline hybrid, and it's really great but I will tell you more and more we see these electric things going up all over the place for electric cars California even now the only reason we have electric cars in this country is because California and all the um, dust and uh, all the generated stuff from exhaust California for several years in the summer and in the winter At peak time for electricity, you cannot charge your car. And this is nothing new. They want to do this throughout the country. I tell you, Stu, they will get their control, total control. They are the government and their friends,
7: electric companies. Jay, it's really great just talking to you. I hope you call me again sooner. I'm getting close to the news, but thank you for sharing with us. but...
1: They cannot generate enough electricity, I don't care what they say, from solar. Mm -hmm. They cannot do it. And in the end, when we're sacrificed to to the government, you're going to see what they're going to use for fuel. It's going to be the fuel they don't want us to use.
7: Thank you. You you have a great day, and uh, call us again soon. Thank you. Thank you. I I can get a quick call in here. Hi, WICH. Hey, Stu. Yeah, hi.
13: Yes, Joe. I know Joe. Got a minute? What do you got? You know it is. I know you got the best ears in the world. Listen, you're my bro, man. I enjoy your show all day today.
7: What's your comment?
13: My comment is nothing. The only thing I could say is I'm hanging out with my friend here. We're, We're just hanging out and listening to you. It's just a great show. I just want to compliment you again.
7: All right, thank you. I appreciate it, Joe. Have a wonderful day with your
13: friend. You too. I love you, man. See ya. See
22: ya. Hi, everyone. Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Spring is here, and Hart's is everything you need to make this the best year yet for your yard and garden. Hart's grown perennials are amazing. Choose from all your favorites and new varieties, too. Sun or shade, our knowledgeable staff can help you pick out the perfect plants. Our edible selection is overflowing with veggies, herbs, fruit trees, and berries. Party healthy plants that are ready to plant now. And we just received a huge selection of tropicals fresh from Florida. Hibiscus, mandevilla, and exotic plants ready to dress up your patio deck or poolside. Do you need some color after the long winter? Check out Hart's annuals hanging baskets and patio pots. Seeds, soils, pottery, mulches, and garden statues are fully stocked at all Hart's locations. Stop by our store today. Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. We're open seven days a week. Also visit us at Hart's Green House.com or Facebook.
2: Doctor Rick here with another telltale sign you're turning into your parents: getting particular about your drive-through order.
6: Don't pull away yet. I like to check the bag because one time they forgot to give me extra ketchup. People are waiting. Hmm. I'm only seeing four nuggets. Bop, bop, bop. Wait, nope. There's five. Progressive
2: can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with Home Quote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. All
7: right, everybody, take care of yourself. Be kind to each other. And it's okay to have a happy face. If Tony Bennett says
38: so, it must be true. Hi! Gray skies are gonna clear up. Put on a happy face. Brush off the clouds and cheer up. Put on a happy face Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy It's not your style You'll look so good that you'll be glad You decided to smile Pick out a pleasant outlook Stick out that noble chin Wipe off that full of doubt, look. Slap on a happy grin Red sunshine. again tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Gray skies are gonna clear up put on a happy face brush off the clouds and cheer up put on a happy face And if you feel him cross and bickerish, Don't sit and whine Think of banana splits and licorice And you'll feel fine I knew a girl so gloomy She'd never laugh or sing She wouldn't listen to me Now she's a mean old thing So spread Sunshine all over the place and put on a happy, happy face. Put on a happy, happy, happy
7: face. All right, we're going to try it, Tony. Come on. Come on, buddy. Smile. It's your birthday. W-Y-C-H-A-J-M-13 Zananoich. Don't you love Tony Bennett, huh?